bro. I'm over here counting this bread. I keep the faces down. It don't matter. <laughs> it don't matter. <laughs> it's just like sometimes you have to move to the money. Because you, you, money is it's like the money is like a woman, bro. Money will do what it has to do, but it don't want to work too hard to get it done. You feel me? So you gotta meet it halfway there. <laughs> like that's like the easiest way I can say it. You feel me? Speaking of which, this my CFO calling. That means you back, bro. Peace, what's going on? How much? That's it? I guess. <laughs> All right, sound like a plan. Well, let's get to it. Peace, peace, peace and love, everybody. Um, it's been a minute. I ain't been on here in a while, but I do have a great show for you all tonight. We have Brother Jay, Brother Hysterell with us tonight. And I am very looking forward to this, you know, this presentation, this demonstration that he is about to bring forth. So without further ado, let's introduce the brother. Peace, bro. How you doing? Peace, my brother. How are you? How are you? Good to be here. Good to be seen. <laughs> Man, um, first off, thank you for um thank you for agreeing to come on the platform. Um, we have got other things in the works that I can't wait to release to the people, but, you know, just being able to take time from your busy day and, you know, just share some of the information that you know as an intellectual, I most definitely appreciate you for that. No doubt. No doubt. That's what we do, man. You know, uh, I, I think it's come to the boiling point where this information that has been circulating that I've been seeing and the things that we've been talking about behind the scenes, it's got to come to a halt. This is, you know, it, things have had their run for a long time. A lot of false prophets, a lot of false information. And I'm seeing this Easterling guy on the TV every single day telling our people that, you know, we disproportionately died from COVID and all these other things that I'm seeing. And, and, you know, the numbers, as they say, men lie, women lie, numbers don't. So, you know, right. for us, we got to get down and break down the heart of the matter for our people because too many people have been speaking for us and uh you know our voices is time to be heard i concur completely and um, we are in a very unique time right now just like with technological advances with the fight for the indigenous from the indigenous perspective a lot of people aren't aware of a lot of things that's going on within our community like them digging up some of our ancestors graves and some in some tribes 
them still them finding um unmarked children graves from things that they did in the past and we still are dealing with the trauma from a lot of these effects and a lot of this stuff don't get mentioned in tv everybody just want to focus on COVID. and it was it's crazy because i just watched the new james bond movie and i also watched the new kiana movie uh kiana reeves movie replica and between both of those they dealt with aspects of genetics but within the james bond movie it was a certain aspect that where it was a bio virus and one of the scientists he said you don't understand he was talking to the new james bond who was a sister and he was like i can rape your i can erase your whole race off the face of the world and this is he, this is a geneticist wow. and like these are the messages that are in the movies today and i'm like it's so deep they don't even understand what's going on yeah man I ain't, you know what's funny is the you know sometimes you know you have conversations with people and it's like Yo, did you see this movie? Did you see that? And to your point, you know, you start throwing some some things out there. Well, did you notice this or did you notice that? And they're like, well, no, I didn't notice that. Well, you know, those are the people that are, are the ones that we need to reach out to. And it's important. You know, you mentioned um, people digging up our great our ancestors graves and so forth. And um, there's something that's near and dear to my heart because I have an ancestor that actually uh, was exhumed uh, from his grave less than 24 hours after he was uh, buried um, and his body was used by doctors in Pennsylvania in the 1800s it had to be around the 1850s uh, he died in 1857 I want to say and um, he was only 30 years old name was Henry Sutherland and uh, we'll get into it a little bit but uh, for the most part there were a lot of things that I actually came across in studying that and bumping into that history, I'll say. Um, you know, in the 1800s, there were a lot of cadavers that were dug up and used for medical uh, purposes by uh, the factions, I'll say, in the underground medical fields of uh, different universities. And we know a lot of the universities were actually created, built, from scratch for the most part by our labor and yeah. you know not only that you know when we come to the point where even in manhattan uh down in the city they have uh what they call african-american graves now you know the thing for me is that african-american you know that terminology when it comes to dealing with people who were here in the early 1800s and, pre and previous to that especially being in the ground with unmarked graves uh you know there were a lot of wars that we know in the 1700s starting in the 1600s namely the pequot wars the king philip wars and subsequent to those wars a lot of our people were shipped around into a diaspora if you will um through the caribbean and you know we'll get into a lot of that information but when we have a that's why i got you you know stuff that don't get spoken about like i mean like on your instagram and um his instagram is the same as his name right now make sure y'all check that out he talked a lot about like slavery from the west indies and things like that it's perspectives that are that are hidden from us and this is it's today it was a situation so you know um bro got the a4 truth book shout out to you know a4 pure a4 truth Make sure y'all check that book out. And I have my people marketing it on one of my own um, social media platforms. And respectfully, this was a European woman who had put it up there. 
and she had just off her understanding of history she had hashtag more this more science more tony i know when he didn't do it on me but i know when he seen that he about just saw about jumped out his skin because you know like how i know that book had nothing to do with moors or anything it had to do with the aboriginal american indigenous perception and like all of the how colonialism and all of that affected us sure. and but that's just what she believes she they think moors and indians are the same people a lot of people do and i'm not bringing this up in order it's just that when you understand history and you understand that it was an actual group of people that came over they couldn't have been the same group of people that was already here no absolutely simple things bro but well I, you know when, when we talk about people that have a, a beginning uh from their own historical standpoint most of them don't even know where they come from and when you look at you know the, the word more itself i'm not really trying to go into the moorish information i've had too many debates about this information and you know when you I, obviously when you're saying you're coming from somewhere else and your nation is on another continent <laughs> How do you claim ownership or sovereignty on a whole nother landmass? But that's a whole nother story. Through British colonial rule, apparently, but that always get left out. But, um, yeah. yeah, I mean, <laughs> all right, feudalistic system is on the international stage right now. It doesn't even play. But you know, you know that for a fact. And you know, when we when we talk about people in the misconstruing of information when it comes to people with brown skin. And that's the problem that I've always had in backing it up to the word history. The reason why for me personally, why I created history real was because of the fact that I was, everyone breaks that word history into his story. Mm -hmm. For me, it's, it's always been a bullshit story, you know, and you know, it comes with the fact that you need to unravel too many things in order to try to find out truth. And that's where, in history that's where we find so many different stories that line up to the same story we could look at the biblical story of jesus versus the kemet story of horus you know as a prime example from things that have happened you could look at gilgamesh to noah you know from the babylonian times all the way up into you know the the so-called biblical times but these stories depending upon who the people are and who they're actually subjugating, if they are subjugating someone, for the most part, those stories have to change and they have to input their own deity, so to speak, or God, like a Quetzalcoatl comes in for Hypochli, you know, in, in the Mesoamerican era. So now you have a group of foreigners, such as the Aztecs who come into a land with their God, okay Hapuchli, and then now all of a sudden here we are today where mexicans or people of the the landmass of mexico today are saying that quetzalcoatl was their god but when you look back in history even the conquistadors when they got here asked people have records and different things of that nature whereas some of those people said that they didn't know who those particular deities were or they worshiped a different god or whatever the case may be so when you look at who's writing the history that's where the problems persist when it comes with dealing with religion 
for one, because people think race is a religion or religion is a race. You get Jews, Jewish people. Now for white people, they say Jewish people are not them. I don't differentiate Jews from Christians, from any other European. The only difference between those people is what part of Rome they came out of and where they migrated to after the fall of Rome. Uh, yeah. All three of those religions ended up meshing and there's evidence of that in what we call Andalusia or uh, Iberian Peninsula during the, the time of the so-called Moors. But even the Moors, where you have Black Moors, Blacker Moors, you have Turkish Moors, or you have Moors who came out of the Ottoman era. And those Ottomans made war and made babies at the same time with the people they subjugated. So now you get a bunch of mixed breeds, as the Bible says, even in their, you know, coming out of Egypt, you know, they had a mixed multitude uh, underneath Moses. Moses' father, uh, Abraham, okay, came from Ur or Iraq or the Middle East into Canaan or Egypt. So the teachings that he brought came from the so-called Babylonian period. And we, when we look at certain books or certain biblical things, certain, uh, I'll say, religious texts, those, those things are a timeline of history for the most part. And when people take things literally, the information, instead of saying, okay, well, where did it come from? Digest it and then break it down. Now try to put it into some sort of a chronological time period or make some sense out of it. Most people don't do that. And they have other people telling them why. I think you're on mute. I am. That's, excuse me. That is the reason why I can't read a lot of mo the books from certain communities because there's a level of biasness within the information. And the manner in which I was brought up in school, I had a private education. They teach you how to be unbiased. And, you know, like as a researcher, you're supposed to look at the author's perspective. Why are they writing this? And from certain communities, the reason why people write certain texts is because of their affinity for a particular individual or a deity. So there is it's a lack of it's truth mixed with feelings in some of the texts. And mm -hmm. that's what I really try and steer away from. Yeah. And I, I mean, even, you know, there was this not to say that no one book is a good book or a bad book to research or study from. Because and, and what I found, and even in certain books like the Bible, I mean, I'll use references from it from a historical standpoint, but never anything. Whereas for me, you know, it, it's actual information that I can take and say that, you know, those things happen. You know, I can't sit and say that somebody who themselves said they didn't resurrect to their father or to <laughs> the heavenly being. You know, if he said it himself, you know, how are you going to tell me that the pastor told you that he did? It? Bro, that's crazy because on the Karis one interview, he said that he had said that to the um, young lady who was interviewing him, the one that um, that we had did. And he was like, I seen you float. She was a goddess. It was like, who can who can say that I didn't? It was just me and you in the room. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, it's our word against the world. And that's exactly. what we dealing with a lot of times. Mm -hmm. And and the, because of the fact that it, it when you look at what gets people to act, it's their feelings. Whether it's a good feeling or a bad feeling, 
if you have the mat, if you have 1.7 billion followers as a Catholic pope, okay, you can go anywhere and people are gonna cry for you like they did Michael Jackson. You know what I'm saying? People are gonna donate to your cause. People are gonna continue to do shit for you, even when you're molesting little boys, and you know you got a history, a history of you know uh, subjugating whole land masses of people. It's because of the, the fear mechanism. It's like a fear mechanism. People fear that they're gonna go to hell and not be with God, so to speak, if they don't do what the pastor says. And it's that an aspect of control. And the Hellenism concept was something that was introduced mm -hmm. to us by foreigners. We yeah. never partook in an aspect of hell shit. We wasn't even scared of death. We embraced that aspect of life because like we had like what people call funerals today is them shit used to be parties for us. For they used to be celebrations. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know what you mentioned a, a word fear. When I realized a few years ago, like fear is the only thing that holds an individual back and that fear is yourself holding you back you know what i mean and what people call that god conscious or that jesus conscious i get people you know arguing shit like that with me all the time <laughs> from a religious perspective of an israelite or you know and not to not to you know i don't want to segregate people away from you know what we're doing as a whole those religions and, and whatever people are doing, Islam, you know, Islam itself means subjugation. So you subjugate yourself to something above yourself. You know what I'm saying? But they still teaching that, you know, you are the creator. You know what I'm saying? Like, how does that make sense? <laughs> Jesus in the Bible prayed to somebody, but he's supposed yeah. to be God incarnate. <laughs> I was always brought up on the concept of the all we all encompass, you know, the same way how it is in within mm -hmm. the our tribes. Like we part of nature, you know, Absolutely. the same way how DMT is found in everything. That's for a reason, yo, because yep. we are, we have all interconnected molecules, atoms and things. We all come from something very similar. No doubt. And, you, you know, uh, I'm glad you, you, you say that because, um, there was there was a link that I had sent you. I, I can't remember what I named it at the current moment, but it was uh, the one in the email. Yeah, or previously, it's 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 one regarding uh, uh, DNA. Albert Perry's DNA or oldest DNA in America should be the subject. Okay, but um, just touching on that real quick. While Ooh, I just seen how much stuff you sent me. All right, I got you. I found it. <laughs> I like to be a little over prepared, man. <laughs> I got you. All right. Um, let me open this up. There we go. And before you play it, I just want to touch on it real quick because All there's right. a lot of false information. A lot of uh, there's a lot of people out here that's trying to you know talk negative to the information that came through on that DNA study and the importance of that DNA study is one of the most important findings that they've ever found with human DNA and of course it didn't make it to the mainstream media it didn't make it to any outlets and everybody that I you know try to I guess speak with about it that is a so-called scholar or someone with you know a, a few hds and p's and what have you after their name 
but none of these people won't have the conversation about why a so-called black man from South Carolina and thousands of other people who were in this study had a DNA mutation that went back to 338,000 years, which is over 160,000 years uh, older than I think uh, the the other Af or the African mutation that happened within that same gene pool. So it happened about 160,000 years after ours. So, and this was based out of the Americas? Yeah, this, this was a DNA study that was done uh, in the Southeast with over 10,000 participants uh, at the mm. time. And Albert Perry was the man just like at the time, the woman, uh, Helena, uh, I think her name is Helena, the, the, the Gila um, gene or whatever it might be, where uh, she, she, her, she, her genes regenerated or something like that. They did a movie about the woman. Are you uh, talking about Henrietta Lacks? Henrietta Lacks, that's the name. Yeah. That's the name. But uh, this man, Albert Perry, they said that the oldest DNA that they've ever found on record uh, went back to what they call Black Adam. And Black mm. Adam was supposed to be um, somewhere around the gene pool of what they say out of Africa was around 200,000 years ago. And that's how old Black Adam's uh, gene pool was. But when they went back and they found, they had to create a new gene called the AOO gene, uh, A00. And that and not to um, cut your wisdom, but people, they must understand that there is a difference between DNA and a gene. Yes. These are two completely different things. Like, I'm like, some of this information that we're talking about, like, it's crazy because I just, like, I had an article about some of the, um, them finding DNA over 100,000 years old in the Americas. I just added that to the tribal class. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, in the genealogy class, I'm explaining the difference between DNA and a gene. The reason why you have to do genealogy versus the DNA test. Exactly. So it's um, exactly. like everything is a frequency. It's all on point. It's amazing. <laughs> no, doubt. no doubt. And you know what's crazy is yeah, I, you're talking about genes and DNA. Now, when we look at when we look at the DNA, okay, when we go down into the bone structure, obviously you mentioned before we have different elements in our body we have carbon people mistake the word carbon i'm sorry where well, they, they they call carbon melanation okay melanation is another word for carbon it's all carbon I hate that is that's not biologically correct i tell melanated, you all, <laughs> all that bullshit is carbon okay we got more carbon than anybody on this planet as brown-skinned people and when you look at the way that the bones after a long time they have isotopes and those isotopes in those bones that's in those mounds also will tell you where they drink water from where the origination of the water they drink you know those types of things that are in nature that these folks know that's there that they don't want to discuss it's very easy to start checking the isotopes in I'll be real brief. Um, Antarctica, there's been a lot of research going on back and forth with Antarctica. I actually just posted something this morning about a link to a Michigan rock that has a link chemically to a rock in Antarctica because of the isotope makeup. 
And for people to say that, you know, the Americas is not the oldest landmass on the planet, it's, it, it, everything that I've seen points towards America being, or the Americas, the landmass being the oldest landmass on the planet. So with that said, Atlantis, the Atlanteans, everything that, you know, that, that goes back towards this way, they'll make a, a, a myth about it and say that it sank or whatever the case may be. But even Thoth going into Egypt, creating Egypt in, in the Emerald Tablet saying that he built the Great Pyramid, he brought the Atlantean wisdom to Egypt. So Egypt is not the oldest civilization for so-called black people on this planet. Those that information that was brought to Egypt was brought there from somewhere. Now, if you go into the Bible, the Bible would tell you who brought writing the writing system to Egypt. It says uh, Joseph brought the writing system to Egypt. I sent you another link. I don't know if we want to get into it, but there was uh, it was about the sunflower in America. There's a movie that Disney did, and uh, it was about pharaohs and what have you in Egypt. And there was a uh, Joseph is in that 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 story and he's painting. I don't know if run that clip real quick, if you could find it. I want people to see which one you want me to run, bro. The one that says uh, sunflowers in America. OK, well, I got you. Like Joseph yeah. should be a, a Disney cartoon link. It's like a minute, two minutes. I got you. I got you. But I want to show people how, you know, people with information know things and they put it in your face and you don't see it. But we're going to see it now with the history of eyes. All right. And it is it's a Native American cartoons or no sunflowers. I see it. Yeah. Here we go. Open this. <laughs> I know this movie. <laughs> Can you put it on screen? Yeah, I, I'm trying to make sure ain't nothing else playing. I'm about to pull it up for you. Okay. And I want to go back to that uh that other that other one with the uh, Albert Perry. If we can get back to it. All right. Yeah. So we about to go over here. This one, right? Yeah. Let that run real quick. That's terrible quality. They do my videos like that all the time, man. You see that sunflower? Yeah. Ain't this um the Disney Egypt movie? Yeah, yes, the present Egypt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, sir. But why is but why is he painting a sunflower if that's an indigenous American flower? Why is he painting that in Egypt? But we're going to check it. They're going to get to it right quick. I'm excited. Shit, I'm learning. <laughs> That's in America. Planting corn. Sunflowers. Say the truth always be in cartoons. Mm -hmm. Why are you here? Something wrong, brothers. They betrayed us. 
Listen. Canaan. Canaan. Ah, you can stop it. That's all we need. That's all we need. Yeah, <laughs> right, gonna break it down real quick. That's a who? <laughs> we gonna break that down right quick. All right, so that was intense. I got to go. Yo, you go ahead, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you obviously see they're in Egypt, right? Ancient Egypt, and they got sunflowers on the wall that Joseph painted, saying that you know that was his landmass. Now, if you read the biblical story, there's a few things that pop out about Joseph. Joseph bought the first writing system to Egypt, okay, according to the Bible. Now, for me, when they name patriarchs and what have you in the Bible, for me, that's a time period of people of a certain landmass that went somewhere else. Now, the, the, the other thing that sticks out, well, the main, one of the main things that sticks out with the Joseph story is that he said that his brothers who were his half-brothers, um, sold him into slavery. Now, we all know that when foreigners came to this land, they gave guns to Indians for tobacco, for a wife, for you know various different things. Now, if you got a gun, and we know growing up, you know, if we've ever had to, you know, uh, audacity to partake in any type of engagement with firearms while we were young you know you understand the power that you hold when you have that weapon in your hand now you give a bunch of people that were shooting arrows and throwing arrow arrows and what have you a a, a powerful you know a, a fire stick like they called it um you know they they're gonna they're gonna feel a little more powerful than their than their their neighbors put it that way now, when you tell somebody to go and capture those people and bring them to us, you know, and we'll give you more of this. Now you're starting to, to start to really start to set a precedent on the landmass of enslavement and the, the meaning of when people come, they're going to give you something. Now you got to go back and give them something in return. And the main thing they wanted was, you know, human labor outside of the 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 gold and all the other things that they were the precious metals to take back over and create their golden ages and so on but um you know when we when we really dive into the information that's been presented to us over a lifetime they put it in a movie in a children's mo movie so you know it could go over your head most parents aren't going to sit there and watch it you know so now the kids they're not thinking about a, a, a you know why is an egyptian from the ancient times 15 16 1700 bc painting something that's supposed to be indigenous to america on the wall and saying that's where he came from okay that's where he was born now so, uh, daryl is a um there was a brother um brother he actually called me today my bad bro if you mm -hmm. see no video, no no you're fine you're fine you know no, i'm saying bro had like um if bro if you see this video and i ain't call him back my bad i've been super i've been coding and everything i had a lot going on but he actually he he brings up the seafarers often of the mayans because like we the like, proton maya they yeah, were it's in our artwork we have boats oh, and yeah. 
we were traveling and we were also touching land masses before anybody else and i've also i've all in my i completely revamped my tribal class because of my own ignorance i had it mixed where i had indigenous people in the same perception as moors and then when i found that not to be true i went back and i corrected that so mm -hmm. i damn near erased the whole class completely redid it <laughs> and like <laughs> it talk about like um even the aspect of the marcus garvey the walter plecker situation how those last 100 years of the pan-african organization mm -hmm. has mentally put us in a position where we think we come from somewhere else and oh, yeah. it has us looking to a whole nother continent instead of looking at home where we are really from and going yeah. like taking care of the business we need to like figuring out with them what nations we come from what tribes we from what what land our family had and going to put ourselves in a position where we can make these claims and start correcting our nation because mm -hmm. as long as everything is still underneath that constructive trust like you pretty much saying that it's okay for a colonizer to take care of your family business and yeah. you I, you that's i'm not okay with that <laughs> not at all not at all and, you know and, and it comes down to we talk about it all the time where if 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 you own a house and somebody comes in your house and tries to tell your family where they can sleep, where they when they can eat, when they can use the bathroom, you're gonna be looking at this motherfucker like, hey, somebody get the strap. You know what I'm saying? Right, like, like, like body, body, yeah. man, stripping here. Yeah, word. You know, versus versus that's what happened. Versus somebody, somebody set you up with a little fucking shelter of a house or an apartment or jammed you into a project. You know what I'm saying? Now your mindset is like, this is some bullshit from the beginning. I, I'm not protecting this. I like I'm here in this. The only thing I'm gonna protect is my assets. If I got a nice car, if I got a stereo in my joint, outside of that, niggas can come in here and take whatever the fuck they want. Cause you don't. It ain't yours. It's not yeah, it's a yours. feeling of ownership. You know what I'm saying? It's a little bit different. Like when now we're we not the landlords. We're not the lords of the land no more. You know what I'm saying? That title has been taken away from us. Now we have other people that we pay tribute to or rent to in order to live on our own landmass. And, and you know, the that's United the type States that really for that. Yeah, it ain't me up, you know what I'm saying, to start actually coming out and start talking. And like I said earlier, History Real came about because of just re first researching into my own family history after my grandfather died in 2019. You know, it, it, I was able to go a little further than I wanted to earlier because he was always afraid for me. And what I mean is he I make I make these little necklaces and shit for myself and my family and what have you for protection. You know, it gets blessed and, you know, we, we have these things. He told me that, you know, literally months before he passed away, he's like, you know, don't wear that outside, please. You know, don't, I know, you know, you want to represent who you are and everything, but he told me straight up, it's better to be black than Indian in this country because from the time he grew up, being an indian meant you automatically was dead being black meant you had an opportunity to be a nigger in the front of white folks and it meaning being ignorant to them and being left alone you know what i'm saying you're walking around with feathers and shit back in the 1800s you liable to get your you know your scalp pulled off <laughs> you know what i'm saying so that mindset stayed with him throughout his life now i look on his senses from 1940 
1935, somewhere in uh, Moultrie, Georgia. Him, my great-grandmother, my great-grandfather, my great-uncle, uh, Aunt Thelma, Uncle Marion, all the kids, Eurus, Eulis, all of them listed as Native Americans in Moultrie, Georgia on their census. They come to New York and, you know what I'm saying, where they ended up moving in the 40s. And now, you know, they become African-Americans all over again. So, you know, the, 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 the point for me that really hit home was, for the most part, I'm never going to not let somebody know who the fuck I am. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. I don't give a fuck about no cultural appropriate. I don't need to wear feathers to be an Indian, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's a part of our heritage. It means a lot when it comes to, you know, a, a, a turkey feather versus you know what I'm saying? People don't understand that culture. But for me personally, it's been taken away from us for so long. My half of the 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 the, the tribes that I come from is extinct. The Chiro, they they extinct. You know what I'm saying? My people's out of North Carolina, they considered extinct. Why? Because on paper, they couldn't be that anymore. When you remove mm-hmm. Indians from the land, that means there can't be no Indians on the land for somebody else to be able to take it legally. So now you got to reclassify them into what they did in Virginia with those laws in the late 1600s, 1688 and what have you, where they started classifying or declassifying people and calling them mulattoes, calling them colored. And that's where all that shit came from. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, we'll get deep, deep, deep into all of that stuff throughout, you know, the, the weeks and months as we build on this stuff. But, um, you know, I just want people to understand where my mindset is, where I come from, and why I do what I do. Because there's too much bullshit information out there in history. History real got to bring it to the real side. You know what I'm saying? Got to show you when you're watching a show like the 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 cartoon you just saw. Why is that? Why is that sunflower there? I don't just get you to think. I get you to act. Pick up a fucking book. Click a link, you know what I'm saying, and, and find out why. If you don't find out why, then scroll down history, go to your page, you know what I'm saying, go go find these people that have that information. But I think now the crazy thing like, is the people yeah. who have the the people who have the real information, you, they usually are the ones who have social media bans. So it's not the people who have the largest reach because usually like my favorite, I tell people this all the time. My favorite teacher told me this shit. If everybody like you, you're doing something wrong. Yeah. And I mean, as you kissing ass, you stabbing people in the back and like you making all type of faulty contracts mm-hmm. and the individuals that usually have some disdain for some of the information that they putting out is usually because it's true. People have a hard time accepting the truth. And usually people who have the larger followings and some in some cases, not all. These are usually the people doing sucker shit. Yeah. And that's the shit I can't stand. <laughs> you dead, dead on, man. You dead on. Like, it, 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 and, you know, when, when it comes to this, this is my life. This is my, I got a, a A4 Truth shirt on. This is hey. my hero <laughs> right here. This King Osceola. Hold on, let me King Osceola, and I'm down here with the Seminoles too. Like they don't even know, bro. I just was actually with one of his, um, one of his descendants, one of his grandchildren. We just went out to like a Sunday night, bro. He like he, he come from a high end military family, high end security clearance, everything. If yeah. you understand like who you are here, 
they have to deal with you completely differently. Like that's why it's best for you to stand on your square, stand in your circle, whichever, which however you want to rock. But mm-hmm. understanding who you are, where you come from, is very important. That's the reason why they always pitch those slave paradigms to us yeah. because it puts you in a mental construct that this is as far as you can go because this is the only place where you ever came from. Mm-hmm. If you understand. We built this shit. We ran this shit. We even gave them the paperwork for their constitutions. I'm like, damn, you be like, what did y'all do? Like, we made y'all schools, the hospitals, the Ivy Leagues. Like, we made the internet, <laughs> super soakers, cell phones. I'm like, what real. did y'all do? For real. No. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> the only thing they did was learn how to manipulate shit and, and, and go and, you know what I mean, and steal shit. That's, that's basically what they mastered. They mastered the art of deception. And, you know, when, when, just think about this, every single, every single movie we see where there's a superhero and a villain, the villain always uses what the people in order to get at the good guy, the hero, you, you, you fuck with the people, get them all in a discombobulated situation. Now the hero is going to be occupied trying to take care of that while the villain's going and doing more dirt. That's the same shit. If you see this new James Bond movie, that shit was fucked up to a dog. And that just made me think about what you said. Like, the manner in which they came at the people this time, it instantly made me think about COVID. Instantly made me think about because it's a... Something that you can't see is is attacking you. You know, the devil. (laughs) It's the same bullshit. When people stop saying that there's a devil and it's your motherfucking mind telling you that (laughs) you know that bullshit... Then it's a whole different situation, but I, you know the religious. That's, a, that's a hard thing in order to get people to let go because we're coming all like at least like at least 150, probably almost 200 years of hardcore shit. One of my grandparents, Chief White Eyes, he was responsible for some of the Christianity coming into the Americas. I'm like, I'm real enough to say that, but like. No, but- he, like he established cities in Ohio for the Morvanians, who was a Christian. Hey, but when you when you when you take it into that perspective, I mean, even going into you know my people's you know into the Hitichi side, like uh, Tamachichi, for instance, was one of the people who went to England. You know what I'm saying? He went with uh, Chikitli, uh, I think it was Emperor Brim's son or grandson, um, and several other other Upper Creek you know uh, tribesmen leaders. They went out to uh, England to meet with you know the king out there and to get them to set up christian churches and schools and so forth because when you actually start seeing what's happening and you see a french motherfucker then you see a portuguese motherfucker then you see a african more then you see you know what i'm saying some other hebrew speaking you know aramaic speaking nigga coming off a boat they all got beards and swords and all type of shit bro like, it got different quick the 1600s was a flip for us over here. Like it got first, you see one boat, then that shit leave. And then you start mm-hmm. seeing ten boats. Like, yeah. and then people started trying to stay here. And remember, they wasn't supposed to pass the Appalachian Mountains. That was a what? 1763 yeah. proclamation. Yes, sir. Yeah, they wasn't supposed to. So they was just all they was piling up in Lenape Hokan, like. Yeah. All in Delaware, Virginia, you Word. know, Jersey, New York. They was all in tribal land. And we was we giving them a little bit of land. And then 
they were like they started populating they was like we need more land then they having more babies they were like, we need more land then we get to the point where we start realizing these motherfuckers gonna want all our land and look at where well, we you, are right now remember remember too at the beginning at the beginning when the conquistadors first started coming over here they were going through wars in europe they were going through the hundred years wars the rose the war of the roses and all of those kings of france england scotland ireland all of those different factions was going was battling each other for you know the head man over there so after while they're doing that they're secretly sending privateers of pirates sir francis drake sir walter riley Ponce de Leon, all these motherfuckers started coming at the Columbus because Columbus sent back messages saying that they ain't easily subjugated. These people are not, they're not fit for war. They don't have cannons. They don't have warships. They don't have all this shit. They live at we peace. We never had, it didn't get that serious over here. That's why the tech didn't have to advance that way because we were diplomatic and still civil. Mm -hmm. And we was able to come to treaties and understand this amongst one another. Wrong, don't get it twisted. There was your tribe. Oh, we we was to fight. The war we tribe. To try to blow each other up. Yeah, no, no. I mean, it was honorable. Just, you know, same when you talk about Asian until they invented gunpowder. You know what I'm saying? Then it didn't become honorable no more. It just became blow shit up and get rid of as many people as possible. And that's where you get, you know, that, that, that Han... The white Hans and the brown Hans coming at each other and you know going into the 11th century, 12th century. But that's a whole man, that's we way down the line with that shit. But and that, um, that, show, that shows the development of warfare because it went from um what we call Karachi to empty hand to picking up weapons and spears to cannons, firearms to warfare to where it's technical and people aren't even they don't even have to physically even be around you or then it's also biological and they still don't have to physically be around you so the That's next level of warfare i can only imagine what we may be looking at well there's um there's actually i had posted some a while back man this is now coming to mind um there was uh it was like a chronological time window that started with uh how when gunpowder was created in asia and it showed how it spread from the east and started migrating its way west it got into the roman time you know the romans got a hand of it then uh you know some of the vikings and so forth the vandals the visigoths they called them lombard cannons once they started the the romans started making these cannons with the the skinny snout but long cannon you know what i'm mm -hmm. saying and that shit started they started being able to put those on boats once they started putting them shits on boats, it was a wrap because, you know, now you got the, the like what they call those uh, garrison guns where you crank that bitch up and it shoots oh, out yeah. like rapid fire. You know what I'm saying? That's when you got 40 cannons shooting back to back to back to back to back. You don't even got to go on land. And the people was sitting there looking like God just unloaded something out the sky. You know what I'm saying? Who are these people that have the ability to? blow up shit <laughs> you know what i mean they never saw shit like that before so that um it brings me to like the the thought process of the race for ip for intellectual property mm. and like um once again this is like something that i'm teaching our our community that we have to put ourselves in a position where we can control our own ip because like 
the blueprints for let's just um use nfts as an example because it's one of the best standards in order to fully control and copyright on blockchain your stuff and like so if you have blueprints for a new design for a firearm being able to encrypt it and put something like that on blockchain you secure that for your family and the tribe versus us allowing other people to just continuously take our ip and then do whatever it is they desire with it absolutely because we never even though it was it was from what i from what i was told it was <laughs> it was melanated people that did have some involvement in the development of the fire stick somewhere throughout time mm -hmm. but we never had intentions on hurting people with that from what i understood it's like we built a lot of things and it always get used in an improper capacity that's been that's been the problem throughout history when it comes to you know indigenous people you know across the world and you know even when non-indigenous people say you know or europeans over the last 400 years let's say a nikola tesla nikola tesla comes out with you know various information that he gathered to be able to construct certain things from the information he took from ancient people. And yeah. when he recreated that stuff, he wanted to put it out for the world. You know what I'm saying? So he had remote control boats in the, what, the 30s, the 40s. And he's, you know, with the, I saw a video of him using these remote control boats and all this shit was wireless technology. So if this, if they say that the, the military is at least 50 to 60 years ahead of everybody else when it comes to technology. Just think about it right now. Back when we were growing up and say 1999, when we was growing up, I'm 45, but in the eighties, I'm growing up. 1999 was like the big year. That was the whole new switch going into 2000, the millennium. And I started seeing movies like back to the future and shit like that. Now, when you go into the nineties, you start seeing shit like the running man and you know i mean all these futuristic shits where people's going back in time and changing time to go um, forward. total recall type total shit, recall yeah. word so you know now we're, where we're at right now 50 years from now we're not even thinking about that shit. that's 2070. <laughs> you know what i'm saying 2070. but now today we getting the tech that we seeing from a lot of that stuff from like when i was a baby yeah like, because, the, like the cell phone development like yeah. shit, the, the total recall the metaverse look at where we at right now exactly people are exactly. ready for these transitions like it's, it's mark zuckerberg i call him zuckerberg that motherfucker's smart though man he created yeah, the word metaverse now just like the word internet everything is going to be on the metaverse so now i don't know if there's anybody who ever patented the word or trademark uh internet but now he's got i guess the patent and copyrights to the word metaverse so now i'm starting to see other people who are in technology trying to use words that don't say metaverse you know what mm -hmm. i mean because they don't want to give that to him they don't want to call you have to make your own digital universe so like the meta so look at it like um you know like comic book style like you know like dc they got the multiverse where they got different variations of stuff different worlds right. mark zuckerberg has established a facebook universe and mm -hmm. anything that comes under the metaverse that shit is in his world regardless of what anybody say now you have the ability to blockchain and develop with cgi and a whole lot of coding 
your own universe and that shit gonna take a lot of money and you're gonna need some big servers or you can just come over to this universe and see what it's about but then yeah. you do have competition like jeff bezo who has already started like amazon is about to release a coin right now yeah so, that's- so you gotta like you gotta watch the way it's going but this yeah. is i i employ the indigenous community the aboriginal of america's in order to get into this realm Shit, somebody just told me that like i need to drop some tribal nfts because they seen all the artwork i got just stored in folders yeah. i was like oh you don't, you think i'm not i'm like i just been taking care of stuff Word. for Word. real because like i'm not going to allow well me myself or you know like my family not to have yeah. a position in this realm and like yeah. us playing catch up so I'm and you know what it's great that you mentioned that because i'm so sick of everybody else taking our shit and running with it you know what i mean like even when it comes to the creativity of TikTok or whatever when you look at anything that's out there everything is fucking hip-hop everything is hip-hop you know what i'm saying and i know you, you know you did the video with krs and i love his mind because when i was growing up he was my philosophy all that shit, man like tribe you know what i mean we grew up hearing it prodigy Nas, you know what I mean? Knowledge, knowledge, God, you know what I'm saying? Off the purple tape, <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like Wu Tang, like everybody from that era, from I would say from 38 to 48, 50, you know what I'm saying? Oh, and I just looked at the date. Artists. The Wu Tang gonna be here in what two days? I'm actually about to go bump. My man is actually opening up for them, so that's about to be fired. Yeah, I got to work my magic so I can get that interview in. <laughs> Word, man. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's, you know what it is? The energy from those guys, they, they grew, we all grew up struggling. We all grew up knowing what it was. And why do we have to struggle? Racism. Do me a favor. Pull up that the, the, the racism in CDC uh, link. Just so people can get a quick visual and, and do their own research on it but what like what we we got racism. some claims that we need to pull racism out. And, racism and health yeah yeah this one is. click on that joint can you see that can uh, you see no, that no i don't see it all right let me uh boom all right here we go yeah there we go so just just scroll scroll down a little bit so people can kind of get a visual of what the the opening paragraph is now when we start getting into the body of things, hold up before you before you uh, zoom it in, just move to the left a little bit so you can see that lady's face. Want people to understand who this lady is. She's the spokesperson now <laughs> that's been speaking in Congress, and she got choked up on her words when she's talking about you know the different things that they're regulated to do. That's Anthony Fauci's wife. She's the head of the no. NIA. She's the head of the NIH, and <laughs> the NIH. What's this lady Yes, ma'am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They never carry their husband's last names when they do this type shit. That shit is crazy to me. It's like they, they, they. I understand like people entitled to their own life, but it's amazing like they be in whole unions, and it's like a level of secrecy. Because this happened with the same shit when I did the interview with Tony on the um the damn African Pride stuff. That man is married to a melanated woman, and she do not carry. They do not have the same last names. And 
these motherfuckers got all this money. I mean, it's, it's throw because that's not what we taught, and that's it's crazy. I feel like they hiding shit. <laughs> Word, man. Word. Um, damn. Hold on one second. I'm just trying to look for something. Where did we go? Racism, both interpersonal structures. I lost the screen that we on. Um, the StreamYard screen. I don't know if you was on. You probably was on Safari or Google Chrome on your. Oh phone. yeah, I got you. I got you. All right. So, when when people look at this racism situation, the CDC put out a statement right here talking about racism is a threat, a serious threat to the public's health. Who the fuck is the public? <laughs> like for one. Because I thought racism was was nine times out of ten related towards people who has brown skin. Now you know we get other people thrown into the mix now, and you got Chinese people or Asians being called colored, and you got people from a Hispanic background being called colored. And I say Hispanic, meaning people who come from Spain that came here and still to this day continue to believe that they're Spaniards and you know there's certain countries that most people when they think about them they don't think about so-called black people and I'll say black just to keep it relative to the people who still use that word um but when you go to the Dominican Republic you go to Puerto Rico you know different places that don't speak or have English as the, the main language in those countries and you look at a brown-skinned person, that brown-skinned person is going to say, I'm not black. They're going to say, I'm Indio. And the same thing that I say is, I'm an Indian. I ain't black. There's no difference. But when you have a language barrier and somebody's looking at somebody face-to-face and they look like me, and they're looking at somebody that look like Big Poppy, you know what I'm saying? And they're saying they're not black. Now they think that, oh, you don't like black people or you racist or whatever the case may be. But the language barrier, as we know from the Bible, was brought in to kind of disrupt the information flow of people that were in that particular landmass. You know what I mean? So the way that our landmass was carved up by the French, by the Dutch, the Black Dutch, the the you know uh, the Germans, so on and so forth, they brought all that collective energy of what they call race and class here. And so now we're dealing with it. And, you know, right now we're dealing with descendants of people who put this thing together. Now, I know if my dad did something or my grandfather did something, you know, I want to make sure that we maintain that family structure so we can stay afloat in life and whatever the, you know, the way that they set it up. The problem is with them is that their family members, their ancestors set shit up connivingly, stealing shit going back to donald trump um as being our president a few years ago his grandfather was kicked out of germany because he didn't want to fight in in uh in their army or their military whatever it was so he actually had to uh he was actually kicked out of germany came here and set up brothels and what have you on uh in the midwest during the time of the gold rushes and things like that so his mindset was to probably kidnap a few people bring them in you know what i'm saying whether they be male or female the same way we hear about pizzagate and all this other shit that's going on behind the scenes 
the same shit was going on back then, but they didn't have laws against it. So now yeah. you got people taking somebody from Mississippi and bringing them up to you know Wisconsin or taking them from Virginia and bringing them to Minnesota like they did the Tunica tribe. Most of them, uh, uh, what's his name, um, Dred Scott and his wife. There's a story that we're gonna get into later on down the line about that and and how that shaped and how they were actually um, illegal illegally bringing Indians and reclassifying them as Negroes or colored when they brought them to the forts. And these are uh, these are military captains that were given the ability to have someone with them, which they didn't call a slave, but they called them an apprentice. So you have a apprentice that's never going to be in your military traveling with you and doing every single thing that you need them to do as a military commander, but they get no respect. They don't have any freedom. And when you take them from a place where they uh, were a slave to bring them to a place where they were free, where they're supposed to be free, such as Minnesota, you're breaking laws. And so these are people who are descendants today of these people who have done that same shit. And they'll say, oh, that's not us. That was 200 years ago. But when you have the same laws on the books, you have the same no anti-lynching laws, you have the ability to Ahmad Arbery get shot down by three white men and say it was self-defense and have a jury of 11 fucking white people and one brother, you know what I'm saying, in the crowd. That's well, just shit. <laughs> well, on that aspect, when we talk about that, that is back to like what your grandfather said. I believe that is the reason why they forced us to identify in the colorized system because... Mm -hmm crayons don't have rights they don't have international protection they're not protected under international laws and treaties and things like that so if you are black they don't get in trouble for killing black people but if they was gunning down indians like this this shit will be an international issue now just imagine to that point imagine if everybody that was shot down by police whatever if it didn't say black man shot black woman shot if it said native american indigenous american you know cherokee man <laughs> just like when we look at yo it's crazy because uh what's his name george floyd rest his soul uh there was a um i can't remember what tribe it was off the top of my head but there was a a leader a a, a tribal elder who spoke at his ceremony down in North Carolina and his family, George Floyd's family is descendants of that tribe. Nobody talked about that shit. Nobody talked about that shit. I brought it to light. I get motherfuckers in my DMs talking to me about some Israelite shit. Oh, this, that, and the third and getting mad at me. Now you want to unfollow me because you, you don't think I'm cool enough to understand about your bullshit ass Israelite bullshit. Like, come on, man. There was no Christianity here before white people got here, bro. Like, before the Dominican friars, the black friars from Ireland and so forth, all the motherfuckers came here with all that religion. And that religion, they got kicked out of Europe for the most part from the time of around 900 after those Islamic wars started going in there. Because for the most part, the majority of the people who came here for the, the majority, 
there are some who came and they were set from where they was coming, but the majority of them were a lower class of individuals who got cast out. Yep. And like yep. these were pretty much they rejects and they sent oh, yeah. them over here because they didn't want to deal with them. No doubt. They, if if and and another thing is is when you look back into you know who started taking over. The Visigoths and Vandals, those uh, Leonese kings out in Portugal and Upper Upper Spain, um, Castile and what have you, those people don't realize the Moors, when we say Moors, it wasn't just black people. It was people that were grouped together with Islam. Islam was the Moors. The, the, the Ottoman Turks, they were Islamic. They spoke Arabic. You know what I'm saying? Those motherfuckers half of them were arabic half of them were jews and they even had wars in fucking russia and they still fighting to this day <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah, syria and all that shit. those motherfuckers are still fighting you know what i mean because some of them i got the uh hitler complex you know they they feel like you know they the supreme being so on and so forth but you know during the times of say the 900 to 1000 AD, 1100 AD, you're getting mass migrations of people coming out of Europe. Even into the 1200s where the, the, the Huns and so forth started going into the West. They didn't make it all the way into the West and stay there, but they had a lot of influence in, in, in chopping shit down. The same way in the Bible, you're going to know this name and you're never going to forget it. Zimri Lim. Is only mentioned one time in the Bible. He was a Hyksos, uh, a Hyksos, whatever that period of time where they say that you know there were foreigners ruling Egypt. It was Asian. They followed that Zoroastrian religion, and that Zoroastrian religion was over here heavy. And they were in Peru, and there's a there's a fucking lady that uh, she did a uh, documentary. She came from the Middle East into peru into new zealand and that was the migration of a lot of these people these gypsies they got kicked out of our land masses here there's evidence of different kings in peru and a place called monte alban in mexico multiple times these foreigners came here and got kicked out the land so they was here for a little while and, and got booted out for a specific reason and I believe that specific reason was because they brought that blood sacrifice shit here. And you know what I'm saying? When you start bringing the imbalance of what these people was already doing because you believe something, now you're throwing shit out of whack. Now you're creating wars and all sorts of shit. That's so, crazy you bring that up because I was just thinking about that the other day um, because I was looking into, uh, you know, it's Thanksgiving time and, you know, mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. around how it was. I'm, I'm gonna do I'm gonna do a bill later in the month on Thanksgiving. Hopefully you'll be able to join me because um, I, I, there are some misconceptions about it because it originally was not bad, but shit went left when Europeans got here, and and later on like we stopped helping them and stuff, and then cannibalism gets involved in the Smithsonian. They have released videos of where. You see people scraping at Indian schools and taking away parts of their cheekbones and eating their legs because we stopped helping these people. And they also started digging up graves. So it got yeah. Thanksgiving. Shit was real kosher. 
Yeah. Until the 1600s, from what I understood. <laughs> Yo, we're going to really blow a motherfucking people's mind when it comes to this uh, Thanksgiving shit. I found some information um, that, yo, know, I wish I could get every single piece written by, you know, these college graduates, these you know, because those papers probably have way more information and documentation and references than anything I've ever seen. And the piece that I've been seeing is out of the American Antarian Society. Now, you breaking up, bro. What's that? You breaking? You breaking up a little bit. The uh, the anti uh, American Antiquarian Society has documentation of things that most places don't have because these 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 kids when they go in and pieces they're doing such detailed research that they're finding primary resources that have never been really written about. This so, true. Do me a favor, um, yo, cause your feed is glitching. Um, drop off and come back in real quick. Okay. It may be a Wi-Fi connection. Leave studio. Yeah. Um, leave the studio and come back in. Well, you cleared up now. I'm about to say, bro, that shouldn't take long. Yeah, cause I was like, bro, he is like y'all don't understand. Like he like when it comes to this history stuff, like he really got that shit. <laughs> like you can't hear like he going off top with bits and pieces of information. I know a lot of people are not even aware of. So yeah, it's like I'd be fortunate in order to you know link up with some of these people. Like you know, profound real teachers, yo. Here you go. You back. Excellent, excellent. Cool. That's clear. Who I, who I was leaving off with, but um, I think we were talking about uh, information coming from um from colleges and what have you. A lot of the stuff that I've that I found um in dealing with Thanksgiving was in reference to some new information about DNA and with some of the first people that came here being Sephardic Jews and. Uh, Sephardic just means Spanish for the most part. You got Sephardic and you got the Ashkenaz, the ones that came out of like Germany, the 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 Deutsch languages. Um, those people are the Ashkenaz, and the Spaniards or the ones that spoke Latin and broke off into Christianity. Those are the ones that are the Sephardim, and the Sephardim were the ones that ended up working with uh columbus isabella and going back touching back on that 711 to 1492 where the moors ruled in spain or the southern half of spain you still had christianity in the northern parts in leon and in castile on the portugal side and on the you know the the other side uh closer towards france now in that area andalusia cordoba from that time that the Moors collectively took over what they called the holy lands of the Mediterranean, from that whole Mediterranean era, area, they took that over. But there was still a fight going on for almost for almost 800 years, from 711 to 1492, when Isabella and Ferdinand they combined the kingdom of the the ones that was Protestants 
versus Catholics. The same shit you get when it comes to today. You got your left, and your left is always your Jews, your fucking uh, your, your Christians, that's conservative. And then you got your right, super conservative, fucking Republicans. They either don't have a, uh, a religion, or they fucking atheists, or they fucking worship Satan. You know what I'm saying? They can be whatever the fuck they want. They don't care. And we still at war because of those two factions of people that came from over there, sent all their fucking criminals and everything that, that they didn't want in their land over here. So now they sip tea and drink crumpets or eat crumpets and shit over there. And now you got all these motherfuckers that hate the English, but they fucking grandfather was English. How the fuck does that happen? They hate them because now they American. They got to get rid of the European faction in order to be American here. And when you look at a white person that's here, they could be from France. They could be from Germany. They could be from Ireland. You don't fucking know. You know what I'm saying? How are you supposed to know? But for them collectively, it's better for them to combine themselves and maybe be at odds with the left or the right and call it that shit. But as long as niggas is, is, is subjugated and the main ones losing, then that's okay with them. You know, but then you get some of the white ones that ain't getting to where they want to get to where the where they buddies is at, and now they mad. But what happens is the motherfucker who's the mid-level manager is gonna look at the black guy who got all the talent and the mindset to say, yo, we can do this, our team can build and blah 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 blah. He'll say, Oh, wait, hold on. Send that information over to me. I'm going to send it up to X, Y, and Z and see if it gets done. But what happens? That racism comes back down. Now you get held back. And it's just that continuous cycle. It's, it's not with a gun all the time or anything like that. Now it could just be with a pen. And they've learned that over the course of time. And even their own ancestors, George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, told them a two-party system is going to ruin the country. Why? Because... It's going to show too much of who you are. You're not going to show your ass too much. You're going to be fighting each other, and it's going to take it back to, you know, three, 400 years ago, and now they, your ancestors is going to be showing exactly from who you are. And these people... Monarchies always did better in history. Monarchies always did better because oh, yeah. you give people... You give them an opinion but as it pertains to the collective you have people who keep you in check as the king or the queen in order mm -hmm. to make sure that you're not making irrational decisions because the people don't know what's good for them because if they did they'll be making better decisions on a day-to-day -day. absolutely and that has been proven time and time over because right. look at who they be voting for they don't know what's good <laughs> yo that's that's a whole nother situation i let me tell you something man i I vote for myself in every single election that I vote in. And I only vote in certain ones because the rest of them shits don't matter because people are going to vote party anyway. But there's something called a protest vote. If you protest, there's enough people to protest vote, meaning that you write in a candidate other than somebody who's on the ballot. It could be yourself. It could be your, it could be anybody. Whether or not they throw it away or not, that's up to them. But they will count it. And if there's enough ballots, if there's 2 million people, 3 million people voting in, in one particular uh, city, and out of that 2, 3 million, you get 
1.5 million people that voted for themselves. That's going to make a statement. That's going to make a huge statement as to why these people ain't voting for that individual. And it's going to show that they're protesting. So now what happens? There's a whole process for that. If enough people would have not voted for Trump or Biden and voted for themselves, if we had 30, what do they say? We got 40-something million black people in this country. Uh, how many of us are actually qualified to vote, take out the two and a half million niggas locked up, uh, <laughs> break that shit down, and we might have about 20 million that's actually qualified to vote. So out of our 20 million votes, we throw 20 million votes. You vote for DJ Bay. I vote for Jay Bells. You know what I'm saying? Tony Tomahawk votes for himself. Chief Torrego votes for himself. Now they're like, you're voting, no, you're still voting. You're just not voting for them. (laughs) You're not voting for them. But at the same time, your one vote now is so much more powerful collectively with all the people that are around you. Now your voice gets heard. You don't get heard when you go in there and just run down the ballot and say, all right, I'm going to vote Democrat. Why? Because I think Democrats are supposed to be voted for by black people. If you're voting like that, you have no fucking common sense. People that voted for Eric Adams, they have no understand history either. Because we were (laughs) never we were never Democrats in history. Because our people, like we established the republic here, like you know. And when we (laughs) did have the right to vote, and we'll get into that shit too, because that a lot of that shit happened around where my ancestors was down in um, Camilla, Georgia. There was a riot down there in in the 1860s, and. Right before my great grandfather was born, he was born in 1874. But in that area where they were, they um they had a riot, and the riot was mainly because of the fact that there was 33, I uh, I believe, black um, politicians who were involved in different things, you know, with the Reconstruction era, and these there were, man, 13 or 18 of them out of South Carolina, Georgia area. And they all got like, you know, they they just got dismissed from, from duty. And the, the the whole process, I don't want to get into it because I want I, I want people to actually start looking into it themselves. But we're gonna we're gonna actually just diverge into that information because it's so important as to why we don't understand what we need to do from a voting perspective. You know what I mean? Most people just say, you don't vote. Why don't you vote? I didn't. And I say, it's not that I don't vote. I do vote, but I vote for myself. (laughs) I respect that. That's a new perspective to me, but I respect that. I really do. And like, if you're going to pick somebody, shit, choose you. (laughs) And if there ain't no better options, choose you. But I did want to ask a question about the, um, what do you, how do you feel about the Confederate flag? Because, you know, a lot of your ancestors are from the South. Yeah. Well, you know, that for me, I, I don't see none of that shit as, as nothing to do with me. I don't have no, 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 no touch to but it. But that was the that. same flag that the Iroquois Confederation was using at one point in time. Well, that for me is not really a truthful situation. I mean, the Iroquois was in the North for one. Now, when you look at people that put that post around that got the Chickasaw Nation on it and things like that. We know that the the four points or the four corners was, you know what I'm saying, something that is big in in our culture. And the symbol, which would be a plus sign with a circle around it, 
Um, yes. If you turn that on an angle, it would look like that particular X sign. Now, we didn't do those things. We didn't turn our shit to the side. We had a purpose for it, and that's what it was. People that started changing symbols around did it for a specific purpose, and they wanted to include themselves in it. So now um, I've seen the Taino symbol, and I want somebody to Google this, whoever's listening. Look up the the the, the Koki, that, that Taino symbol that it looks like a it looks like a uh like a capital I, if you will, with a head, you know what I'm saying? As a straight line and, and and two lines, one at the top and one at the bottom, and it looks like a like a frog type, you know what I mean? If it was just drawn like like a stick figure. That same symbol I found in Africa. And the funniest shit about it is in Africa is a bunch of white folks in the country. I think it's Tunisia. And if you look at their flag, they have the same fucking symbol as the Tainos. I was dumbfounded when I seen this shit. Some white dude had it fucking painted on his forehead. And I'm like, how, 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 how do they have that? The same way we look at, you know, our certain symbols. When you take that actual four corner symbol and you cut down the middle if you were to actually take it and cut another sections down the middle and cut off around the circle it'll look like a swastika yeah and the swastika itself was or that symbol was taken by the hindus and then from there it became indo-aryan and all sorts of other shit. but to say less we know who famous who, who made that that symbol famous you know coming into the 1930s with hitler and what have you the nazis but that's an ancient symbol somebody along the way took that symbol and said we're going to make it ours yeah they understood the science behind it that's why they picked it up that's also they why they was the able to have the, the rain and the effect that they did based on the frequencies that they was operating off of like regardless yeah. how people felt about that man a lot of people don't know the whole story about him they only know what the perspective that came from the people that he was slaughtering and i was like as far as i know he didn't have nothing directly against my people so mm-hmm. i don't have nothing personally against him you feel me i'm like hey it's all types of terrence throughout the world some of us related to some today yeah Shit. <laughs> nah, no doubt I mean, for, for, for a lot of us, a lot of the fucking terrorists that we know was police officers growing up. How many, I know in my neighborhood, we gave them niggas nicknames. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, one dude was Terminator, big, rocky white dude with a fucking, you know, strop haircut. You know what I'm saying? These dudes running around the neighborhood terrorizing us. That was, I like, those were our Nazis. Some of them I don't see that. It's crazy because like when you when you understand like this this is ancestral land I've been here like I've always been here and these people are new here and these people are trying to rally me up like cattle trying to tell me that I'm wrong for doing things on my land imposing their laws on me when we have our own cultures and customs and rules and regulations what type of fucking sick crazy ass world does this shit actually happen I right sometimes I'm like I'm looking forward to the metaverse, bro. Because yeah. it's gonna be it's gonna be an escape from this type of shit. No bull, no bull. Bro, I'm telling you, man, like when you look back on on everything that, that we see, 
that CDC post is, is, is phenomenal information. And it's amazing to me that they could do a whole fucking study on racism and how it affects black people or whatever the case may be. Now they got to generalize the information because racism now goes into lesbian, gay, bisexual, trans, whatever the fuck all those letters yeah. are. And I didn't know that you could be racist to a sexual orientation <laughs> because that's what it is. That's basically what it is. It's, it's somebody who wants to be something that somebody doesn't want them to be, and, and that's what it becomes. If too many of those people become this, then that's a bad thing or whatever the case may be. I personally have gay people in my family, my sisters, you know what I mean? For me, it's not about that. My thing when it comes to the focus of our people, no matter if you're a Christian, no matter if you're a Muslim, no matter if you're gay or straight, you're still brown. Your skin is still brown. Motherfuckers that's not brown is going to look at you the same way, whether you gay, whether you're a fucking professional athlete, whether or not, you know what I'm saying, you're a loving husband. None of that shit matters when it comes it's, to skin color. It's for other nationalities. They don't even, sometimes they don't even understand that they do this. It's because it's been encoded into them. And then some of it, it is, um, it's transferred through genetics, mm -hmm. like epigenetics, even mm -hmm. like some of their behavior as well for them to just do things that them themselves wouldn't consider racist, but that will make us uncomfortable unbeknownst to them yeah. just by them just being like, oh, you all have, you have nice hair and trying to, that shit is not okay with us, yo. Yeah. You know how many times like they they those are the things that make us uncomfortable and like trying to pet us type stuff. They don't think these are big things. They are huge fucking things for us. Yo, I was walking, I was walking in the grocery store, bro. I'm pushing my cart, you know what I'm saying? Minding my business. I'm actually I had some some headphones on. I was listening, I think, to Earn Your Leisure, uh, my man Rashad. <laughs> Them dudes is the best. But um I was walking. Some lady comes up and she goes, she reaches to touch my shell. I grabbed her hand, bro. I I literally almost snapped this lady's wrist. I said, what are you doing? She's like, oh, I didn't, oh, oh, I'm sorry. I was like, if I had a turban on my head, would you come rubbing my turban and saying, oh, Mr. Habib, that shit is nice. No, you wouldn't do that. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, you see a turtle shell on somebody's fucking neck. That means something to them. You know what I'm saying? Nobody's gonna make something that with a fucking turtle. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They wear it. It's obviously part of who I am and my heritage. So you know, for the same reasons, I'm not gonna go up to you know some white person and say, "Oh shit, that blonde hair that should look like straw. Let me feel it." You know what I'm saying? No, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> I'm gonna leave you the fuck alone. You know what I'm saying? And go about my business. <laughs> <laughs> but they don't do that shit and that's, and this that's is, the problem this is the reason why we have to establish like it goes to the education going mm -hmm. like controlling ip establishing you know our hospitals our education systems and i know that shit sounds like a dream this sounds like a dream to a sucker but an individual who about their business that shit is super obtainable because my young ass hasn't been able to get a damn bank 
I'm like, I didn't think I was gonna have a goddamn bank, dog. <laughs> I'm like, shit changes, yo. So right, I'm like, yeah, we man. shouldn't limit ourselves, yo. Yeah, yeah. And we have to start, you know, really thinking about what. Well, part of the issue is we don't understand what happened, so a lot of us don't think it's important. So mm-hmm. when it's laid out for the understanding, then we understand shit. Find out your genealogy. Start uh, connecting yourself with the tribe. Get your family documents in order, whether it be your constitution or, you know, your tribal cards. And you don't have to be in one of these federally approved tribes. Because if you're an Indian, you're a goddamn Indian. If you Aboriginal indigenous here, you here. Just get your genealogy to prove right. it. Some of y'all may be Africans, yo. Like, really? <laughs> that's okay. That's, you know what I'm saying? That's okay. But I can guarantee you the ones that's African got a green card and they can be deported. Niggas can't be deported. Where they going? Where where they sending you? And genealogy, one thing genealogy will do though, genealogy will crush that fucking slave story because you will see it. Your family was goddamn farm owners, laborers, and stuff. If they was a slave, that shit would say slave on the census, bro. So we a lot of us were not slaves, yo. (laughs) And 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 we on there was um there was something that KRS talked about that I bring up all the time. And, and I have a book, the Baron six edition law book. And in that law book, it talks about uh, slavery being employment and the master being the employer. So when he brought up, when he brought that up, I was, I was jumping for joy in my brain, bro. I was like, Yes, you know what I'm saying? There's other people out there that that understand that slavery itself, when you're a slave, you're employed. So you're an employee. You know what I mean? So whether or not you was doing manual labor, whether or not you was the foreman on the job, whether or not you directed other people or picked up a pick to hammer some shit. You know what I'm saying? Like that was labor. That was slavery. That was employment. It's all relative. That was that was slaving because slaving and slavery those that's that's where the split is exactly that's crazy that's like it's really that small yeah and when you look on censuses like I got family members this is the fucking bugged out shit ancestors from 1820s Jack uh, Jake Lawson one of my ancestors down in Alabama his son Sam Lawson my great 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 grandmother Susanna Lawson's father on his census the column that he's in for agriculture says freedmen in the column and his name is down there across on where he's farming cotton indian corns exclusively it says indian corn you know what i'm saying on these on the census now mind you it also has on subsequent censuses that weren't the agricultural ones it has his family members so my uh my great great grandmother her she was listed as a laborer her brothers laborers on the farm that the farmer their dad owned the wife was uh either a house worker a nurse or some other shit. but it said labor it didn't never say slave never said the word slave laborer the same thing we all get up and go do whether it be for ourselves or for somebody else you have a job you're doing labor that is a form of slavery you are indebted to somebody for time and for money you know what i'm saying whether it be seven years seven hours a day 
You know what I'm saying? Whether you work for 20 years and retire from the government, from a government job, you did labor over that period of time and you were in a fixed situation contractually for most people. You know what I mean? So at the same time, we got to look at the, 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 the understanding of the word before we could just say, oh, black people was all slaves. Yeah, we was laborers and we worked because that's what we did before these people got here. Now they forced us into a situation that we had to work for people like them in order to have enough money to put food in our stomach. So, you know, they rationed us off, put us in hoods, made us work in their cities while the other people that they gave title to so that they can later on benefit from it by saying they're one one twenty eight percent Indian <laughs> and getting a check, you know what I'm saying? While the rest of us here, either we 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 getting some sort of a government assistant, maybe not, whether it be food, SNAP, you know what I'm saying, EBT, but all that shit right there is nothing. That's we don't even have the majority of the benefits that we should be collecting as the people that have the lowest income, the lowest now, health care. All that shit. You, you wearing the Osceola shirt. I stay. I'm in South Florida. I'm literally like 15 minutes, like straight shot, one street right from the damn Seminole Reservation. When you go to the Seminole Reservation today, today, Seminoles actually, they look like you. They're a little bit darker. You know, they it looked like they used to keep their mustache lined up. They didn't really have much facial hair, bro. Dark, yeah. dark brothers. Mm-hmm. When you go there today, that is not who the fuck you will see. <laughs> that is not and like these are the motherfuckers getting the benefits. The Native Americans, not the American Indian. And we know, and we know that we're native. Uh, yo, throw that quick clip on with with, with the native uh, uh, gangs in New York. It says gangs in New York. I think it's like a two minute clip. Run that real quick, and that's got a real funny aspect to it. With uh, these dudes talking about their native, native versus foreigners. I and, think you uh, did. I think you're the one who told me about this joint. Yeah. This was um. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, somebody already bad. dropped the fair use joint on it. Here we go. Listen. Put the audio up so we can hear what they say. Now, just to give people a quick background, if they don't know, these are two gangs, two rival gangs, one Italian and one Irish, Scottish, coming to fight each other in New York City in the 1800s. Oh, I'm not getting no audio. Can you hear it?
Found wearing a durag. <laughs> You see that bullshit, bro? I can't hear you, D. Can't hear me now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yo, you see that shit, man? Damn, I had a durag on. That, shit, that, was, that was the first shit that killed me. And then the native shit, they said they was native born to this land. I'm like... But... Did he lie for, for 30 years or something? Like, nigga, you just got here. This is like, it looked like this the 171600. <laughs> but did he lie based on the term native? No, he didn't lie. He didn't. He didn't lie. That's adequate. Yep. So, according to that word, he was born here. He's, he, he's a native. So, he's that's the point too? that we talk about all the time. Well, Native refers back to the aspect of bondage because mm -hmm. some of them motherfuckers came over here as indentured servants. Exactly. And I would say I would say the majority of them that came here, they either snuck out or they were sent here. They didn't come here like on some partridge in the family shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like the way that they got here was on some fugazi shit to begin with. They they either did something in their own land to warrant them to be bad enough of an ass to come over here and take lands and do shit. So those people, when you see who was given governorship and leadership, you know, abilities when they got here, those were the people who were the most devious pirates and, and, and scumbags on the planet at that time. You know what I'm saying? And what's changed when we look at politics and we look at what people do to get to that next level and not a fucking thing this is the reason thing. why we have to step up and be fucking responsible or are we gonna continuously let these motherfuckers run our land into the fucking ground yeah and i don't say our land as in just like it's ours because nobody owns lands but we've always been the caretaker of this land and no, we've absolutely. always and we've come from this area so this first, time, shit. first time yo it's ours listen these man. Motherfuckers are destroying it when you got every single, well, I won't say every single indigenous uh, tribe, but when you look into the Southeast tribes, the, the creation story for the majority of those tribes is that we came out the ground. Mm -hmm. I don't know when you go to the Midwest, they came from star people and other shit like that, but our, our motherfuckers say we came out the earth, bro. Now, the when you look at the southeast, what color is that dirt? It's a reddish brown clay. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Nowhere else on the planet is, is that earth that way. That's why for me, going way back to the beginning of this conversation, when we was talking about isotopes, when we look at the isotopes in 
our bodies versus what's in the ground and what's the elements that are around in the Americas, we're going to see that the makeup is pretty much the same. And that's going to determine who we are and how our people are buried in those in those mounds. And when we go back and I look back into my peoples, you know what I'm saying? In the Itzate, Itichi, they did so many different names for the, the lower creeks, whatever you want to call us, going back into, you know, the origins of those people who were the first people that were contacted by those Europeans that got here in the 1700s because Oglethorpe didn't come to Georgia until 1730s. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And Tamachichi at that time was 100 years away from the ancestors that I know that lived in, you know what I'm saying, those areas at that particular time. So we're not that far off is what I'm saying from time. If you go back four generations, your grandfather or your grandfa uh, grandfather's mother knew somebody who was born in the early 1800s and they was raised by them or they learned from them. So now your my grandfather who was born in 1925 taught me shit that his indigenous native american whatever the fuck you know terminology people want to use for first people here in this in this landmass the things that he was learning from from her is straight shit that comes from people that's telling me tort oh matter of fact let's pull it up let me stop talking let's pull it up real quick because there's um let me see which one is it it is Damn, I don't think I sent it. Hold on. I'm going to send this link to you real quick. It's my grandfather talking, and uh, I had him, I was recording him. Him, him talking to me about, uh, you know, some of the things that his grandmother showed him when he was growing up. And one of those things was, was the ability to be able to find water underneath the ground. And when she mm. was able to do that not that one not that one hold on d i'm gonna send you it right now and uh when i was in chichen itza there was a uh a tour guide telling us the same exact story about the indigenous people there in chichen itza and how they were able to find water under the ground and do certain things and he broke it down i think you should have it now maybe i could put it in the chat that might be easier i got but, it but these oral stories we get told as brown-skinned people i hate using the word black <laughs> you know and because my skin is not black well, run that. Bring it up to the forefront. All right. I'm pulling it up for the share right now. When so my grandfather doing... talks, the audio might be down a little bit, so you might have to pump the audio up. It's like a 10-second. That's my great-great-grandmother. Actually, my great, great Can you hear that? Yes. And we noticed there's water everywhere. If this place was water, there might be water all over us now. I used to go, we used to go out in the 
Hearing him say that shit, uh -huh. I was mesmerized. touch on one quick point on that i mean you obviously saw that's my own grandfather <laughs> telling a story about his great-grandmother or his grandmother who is yamakro okay and she basically did shit that was indigenous to this land mass you know what i'm saying and that was the shit that he grew up doing it's not like she learned that from coming over here after being a slave here for fucking she was never a slave she was never in bondage in that manner whereas he saw that and from her teaching she was born in the 1870s and from her being able to learn from her mother and father you know the way to actually operate on this landmass those oral stories if i would have never had him on video and i would have never gone to chichen itza and went to that particular tour and got that particular tour guy what's the fuck? like i can't make this shit up <laughs> you know what i'm saying like the only reason why i started recording my grandfather was because i wanted people to see that i'm not making this shit up this is a 93 <laughs> year old man born in 1925 died in 2019. he was the one that wanted the information to start getting back out there but he didn't want me to be the one to do it because he don't want me to wind up you know what i'm saying with yeah. situations going on because of this information but neither here nor there that you got to have fear in order for shit like that to bother you but yeah, a lot of that thankfully a lot of that has changed in the last years like even with individuals trying to get on some tribal roads mm -hmm. like they fucking loosen up the reins a little bit because if you got like it's crazy because the Osceola that I know, he's dark. He's yeah. dark, bro. And you know what he said. You know what what, what Osceola said. Um, <laughs> well, when Osceola was captured, you know it's funny. We're gonna yo, we're gonna touch on so much history that 
motherfuckers is gonna be so flabbergasted. The origins of um of the Mardi Gras Indians, okay, comes from a time period when uh King Osceola, Kuwaskui, John Horse, and I forget the last there was there was one more chief that was involved with this, but they got captured because they were actually going to a parlay where they were supposed to make terms of a treaty because there were some people who were, I guess, of the upper creeks that ended up signing the Treaty of Nui Chota and Osceola and these niggas killed him. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like he didn't make it. After this motherfucker signed the treaty, he was gone. So then the 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 I guess the American government sent troops down, their dragoons, to go and capture these guys, but to make it seem like they were, you know, going to sign a new treaty. Osceola was the only one who did not escape. John Horse, Kuaskui, and that other um, the other chief ended up escaping, and they created what's considered the Underground Railroad going west from the southwest region, uh, going into Texas and down into Mexico. And Naciento, Mexico, there's people that's called what they call Moscogos Negros. To this day, these motherfucking people, there's only a few of them left, old black people singing Negro spirituals in Mexico, bro. Like, coming for the car- sweet chariot and all that shit. These people are from the 1800s and they still got their traditions of their shit from being Seminoles, Muscogee, whatever the fuck you want to call them. Now they call them Black Muscogos or Black Muskegees down mm-hmm. in, in down in that area. But um, I'm way off track with the with the Mardi Gras. No, show. it's not. It, it all is all cohesive because it's so it's, relative. It's, it shows I wanted to just touch on it real quick. Getting back to the point with Osceola, Osceola when he was when he was captured, he ended up um, he ended up you know saying a few things to the actual, you know, people that captured him. And before, actually, before he had gotten captured, his wife was uh, was locked up, or she was enslaved. She was kidnapped and brought into a, um, some sort of a, a women's community that they, that they had down there. And they were actually trying to ship these women off as maidens for, you know, they were trying to, trying to civilize them, so to speak, to have them work for the white folks. And he went in there and he said, what am I, a slave, a Negro? He said, no, I'm an Indian. He said, "Um, the white man will not make me black. He said, I will take the white man's bones and put them in the sun until the vultures devour them shits and they turn black in the sun. And like, that was his words. That for me, when I was younger, I was fortunate enough to have a great uncle who my grandmother grew up with as a like a younger brother. He was younger than her um, because my great grandmother, she was she was born when her mother was only like 14, 15. So she actually uh, was older than her her uncle by a year. So long story short, my grandmother grew up with Uncle Joe and he became a historian for Bethune Cookman College. He, he worked out at uh um, I went to Cookman. That's what's up. Say word. <laughs> word. So you, you have to know Joe Taylor. Professor I, Joe Joe Taylor. He was in um his wife Ann, 
she was the dean of students there and taylor what year because uncle joe passed he had he died in 2002 2003 but he was yeah. there for i'm gonna say i didn't years. remember bro i'm a baby i ain't gonna cook me until oh nine mm, mm, mm. okay Okay. Yeah, I'm 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 a little I'm a little older than you. I'm gonna say a little bit. <laughs> I'm gonna say a little bit. But um yeah, for the most part, Uncle Joe, his he, he was a uh, historian down there and he actually was a historian for the state of Florida and he did a lot of work. And I remember growing up, you know what I'm saying? Like he was always around the house. Him and my grandmother was like brother and sister. And it's like, you know there's times where you have people to confide in people to talk to and he was he we used to call um my my cousins the the, the barges because you know that <laughs> side of the family was the the curly head those cherokee you could tell you know they 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 had the features they had everything on that side and it's like for him you know he told me he's like listen man ain't nothing wrong with being dark-skinned he's like you remind me of Osceola. And from that point forward, I was like 13, 14 years old, you know, and uh, and Uncle Joe was the one that really put Osceola in my mind because I never heard of an Indian being a king and I never heard of King Philip at that time. I just heard of King Osceola and I was like, this motherfucker's a king. That's my dog. I'm rolling with him. And I'm, <laughs> I'm not black. I'm an Indian. What? That's my shit. I'm rolling with that. You know yeah. I mean, so. For for people that that you know, I'm glad Tony made the shirt. You know what I'm saying? On the back, you can actually see all the words. I'm, I'm over here in my head, like I can't wait for y'all to break down the war chief shit. Like, oh, like people yeah. not even ready. Yeah, man. the war chiefs and how you know a lot of the, the a lot of the things that they did during that time period was trying to get people together. Tecumseh was one of them. You know, Tecumseh's name comes to mind. He was a big uh, unity uh tribes person where he said you know literally we're not the same all of us as tribes but this is our land and you know collectively we gotta fight for our shit you know what i'm saying and obviously when there's people that look at the other people as people that they can benefit from or you know that if they're coming in as a stronger power then let me get on their side so that we can benefit from it a lot of that shit was going on and you know when you're an old leader like a tamachichi you in your late 80s early 90s and you've seen all these people coming here your fight is gone like you got no more pick up the the, the knife and go stab somebody because you're done real quick you know what i'm saying so and the last thing you want to see is the generations that come after you have to go through a suffer and struggle as opposed to learning what these people know and figuring out some way to mesh in because they're going to keep coming and that was the dope process because that's what was happening one of some the english come and make a trade deal with these folks then the the, the french come and they say no you can't trade this or you can't do that and now you got people undercutting and stealing and i'm saying running people out of different hunting grounds and so on and so forth we've been a people that's been so disassociated from the beginning that it's it's so hard to figure out where the where the beginning even starts because columbus was coming here he and his son diego who was a half moorish what have you brown skin sephardim you know what i'm saying people don't realize that 
he adopted Diego Colon. You know For the saying? record, you're the only person I have ever even heard mention he had an heir. I've never heard that come from nobody's mouth. Diego Colon. Him being Moorish. But see, this is what these motherfuckers did. If they didn't have kids, what they did was they adopted people so that they could bring those kids in just like a pirate. Just think about a pirate. A pirate goes around. Finds people, kidnaps somebody. He got a little boy that is his now deckhand. Everything this kid learns and knows is going to be from the captain of this ship. He got control of everything, and that's your motherfucking dad, so to speak. You're going to do everything you can to kill for this motherfucker if he's giving you this lifestyle. So now, think about this. Unless you're so not wanting to be with this pe- with this guy this and i'm i'm saying this because this is actually what was going down there was some people that was being kidnapped from here and wanting to live that lifestyle we already know there's motherfuckers that's like that you take a nigga out the hood and give them a, a couple million dollars they never gonna go back to where they came from you know what i'm saying they're gonna stay in that upper echelon get their toes rubbed grapes squeezed in their mouth come on bro like that wouldn't like we not that people. We in the field growing shit because we hungry. We love doing shit like that. Like we we of that life. You know what I'm saying? But now you take it and you you take everything that was sacred from these people, move them all the fuck around. Don't let them know where they coming from. When you got people like Diego Colon who wants to make a name for himself and go back to fucking Spain as a young man, 17, 18 years old. And you could come back and say, you got every single thing that was written down from Florida. La Florida. Nobody ever been there before from over there, according to what they're talking about. Now, you the first person. Your dad, your guardian, just discovered all this shit. He got all of this land. You go and you do his reconnaissance over here. You bring a few niggas back from Florida. You writing about the fact that you seen the Maya Indian tribe. The Maya trading back and forth with Florida while you're there with the Indians over there. So now you're taking all this information back. They got an extensive trade network, blah, 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 blah. Now all of a sudden we 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 learned that Columbus came over here for what? Spices and riches and, you know, things to increase, you know, the wealth of Spain. They were sending shit back in so much capacity from over here. The potato, the tomato. We took them out of a famine and brought them into a golden age from everything that they took from here. Every single European country, they had a whole renaissance about it. 500 years of them re- reconstructing history. And that's crazy as hell because of Africa, if Africa, no disrespect to Africa or anything, but if Africa had all the fucking answers, it's the same shit I said about the Haitians. How the fuck wouldn't this shit happen with the Haitians? How did they skip Florida, end up all the way in goddamn Texas, yo? When we got little Haiti right up the street from me, bro, like Haitians live here. I'm like, the shit didn't make sense to me. So, like, once again, the shit don't make sense to me. How the fuck you skip Africa and come over all this way when this is the motherland, when it's vast and fruit and vegetables and, you know, and y'all, y'all mining this <laughs> day. You come all the way over here. To come take some fruits and fucking vegetables and spices. And even though 
the Moors apparently gave y'all some of this shit. What the fuck is really happening? Yeah, yeah. They, they, you know, I'm up. glad you said that. I'm glad you said that because the Moors been over here since I would say around 900 AD. The the who we consider the Moors after they after they actually ended up, you know, taking over uh, Andalusia, Cordoba. They started coming over here. They had the astrolabe. The first astrolabe that I've ever seen, or the, the, the oldest astrolabe that I believe that's that's ever been made, was made with Hebrew writing. So remember, when we talk about Hebrew writing, Hebrew is the, the language of the so-called Israelites. The Israelites are descendants of Joseph and his peoples, right? Going back to Jacob or whatever, changed his name. People who and, come from uh, this land per that video, the cartoon. So again, anything that goes into Africa has to have an origin from somewhere else. And that origin always seems to point here. And as far back as I can go. Oh, bro, we didn't shut that one video that was talking about the origins. Which one was that? Oh, yeah, that one, that one. We got to do that one. We got to show that one. Um. That is, uh, it might have been the first one I sent you. Oldest human DNA. Oldest racism. Oldest human DNA. We got to end with that MLK, MLK one. All of these are like two minutes, three minutes. Oh, no, you are G, bro. Sure. And we've been on here for two hours. I don't want to hold you up, man, but we got we got to hit that one MLK one before we go. That one is going to set it home. For the rest of everything so hit that hit that dna one first all right i got you because um, that discusses how old our dna is a female relative of albert perry an african-american man from south carolina submitted a sample of his dna to a company called family tree to trace family roots Contained a Y chromosome. Albert Perry. Oh shit! My the most recent depictions at the genetic testing company made an extremely rare discovery. Albert Perry contained a Y chromosome with a genetic signature like no other. Y chromosomes are the hereditary factor determining the male sex. Albert Perry revealed that the most recent common ancestor for his lineage roaming the earth about 338,000 years ago. 338,000 years ago. Thus far That's older than Black Adam. Trace their Y chromosome to a common male ancestor labeled Adam that lived between 60,000 and 140,000 years ago. This made his DNA over twice as old as any fossil on record for Homo sapiens. Now scientists are questioning everything that is known about the <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> Yo, pause that right quick. Pause that right quick, bro. So let's understand what this information is talking about. That top line, the revised Adam, that's the American black man right there. That's the new Adam. The old Adam, former Adam, 200,000 years ago, that was what was in Africa. That's the out of Africa theory. These is facts right here. Straight facts. 
140,000 years older than any African on record is our blood to this day our blood that man was born during the time we was alive he was living so go ahead keep keep going i'm sorry <laughs> nah you good this shit crazy Pause it real quick, bro. Pause it real quick. The Egyptian kings list, right? Yeah. He's talking about something that goes back hundreds of thousands of years. But all of that information that he's talking about right there when it comes to the kings list, it was brought into Egypt. The point. Go ahead. You can let it run. So right there, they just told you that the oldest beings on the planet became part of the worker class that now is history is all fucked up. You know what I'm saying? So we went from the oldest beings on the planet with the oldest so-called religions and so-called, you know, uh, mystery schools, teachings and all this esoteric stuff that comes about to this day. But the funny thing is, is most of us, when we tap into ourselves, a lot of that shit starts coming forward. And, you know, we start to question ourselves of who we really are. And, you know, because of the, the, the information that has been pounded and pounded on us when it comes to being black and African and everything originating from that landmass, there's a reason why that 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 landmass is the only place where white folks don't want to be it, it, it's 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 mainly barren and a lot of it is probably some of the newest land on the planet to be honest with you because when i look back at maps from 400 bc around harada this time none of the none of those people made africa the way that it actually looks and is shaped to the, you know at this point in time it was actually rounded um there was a Ptolemy map as well but the Herodotus map is the one that comes to mind which is for me the most famous one where it almost looks like Africa is like a half circle if you will and it doesn't even go down if you if you pull up the Herodotus map of Africa you'll see what I'm talking about but um with that said you know Africa itself the whole 
theory of out of Africa um, is just a theory. There's no facts based behind it. And just because we know that we throw something up in the air and it falls down doesn't mean that it's gravity. You know what I'm saying? It's just that whatever you threw up in the air is just heavier than whatever the fuck air you threw it in. <laughs> Bro, it's a um, it's a question that um, it was pretty intriguing. If you could, um, could you bring some light to this? They said um, Indians wear headdresses, right? What about tassels? I've, I've never seen an image of any of us wearing a tassel. Well, I know we wear hair wraps, but I don't know about tassels. I think they're talking about the tassels that you see, like on a jacket, with a, that come along, along the arm. Or nah, they talking like, about fez tassels. Fez tassels? Nah. That's what. I, I, yeah, I, I, I ain't think so either. But and you know what else is crazy? A lot of people was putting a lot of information out on even even Osceola. When you look at Osceola's dress, the way he's dressed, he has a mixture. And it's a small amount of certain things of his garment, which I won't talk about right now because that's a little bit of a secret that I'm going to uh, bring forward to the people. But a lot of these guys um, who were some of the mixed breeds that, you know, Osceola didn't get along with in which, you know, signed the treaties and what have you above all the other people who were the indigenous people, um, they ended up uh, for the most part dressing kind of sort of how their families dress in the in in the uh eastern societies over in europe so they kind of had both when you look at spaniards the the spaniards who were the moorish spaniards or the sephardim they had those turbans with those ostrich type feathers and a lot of those feathers weren't ostrich feathers they were a bird a flightless bird um that starts with a u i believe Uria or something like that is down in Florida. It looks almost like a ostrich, but it's a flightless bird and it's indigenous to the Americas. Those were very rare birds, almost like what a dodo bird rarity would be, you know, from that back time. And only the chiefs used to wear those things. And when the uh, Europeans got here, they started using the feathers from those birds in, you know, with their kids because half their kids was half European and half the chief's wife, daughter. You know what I mean? So that's excuse me, bro. Let me uh -huh. correct myself. He said he did mean clothing. He didn't mean the head tassel. So, so um, did you see us people, wearing tassels on our clothing? Because people wear similar things don't mean that they're the same people. When you look at Egypt, people have beards. When you look at people today niggas got beards when you look in you know different areas on different things people wore the same thing tassels i know where he's coming from he's trying to equate israelites with the lost tribes of you know or whatever the case may be but there's there's information that i know for a fact whereas there were people from uh, uh what was considered at the time elam or canaan or you know the jordan region Ty tyree that all of that 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 whole area along the mediterranean those sea peoples was coming over here they was trading over here for a long 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 time but the problem is is that the trade routes got usurped many times over so just imagine you're a drug kingpin 
and you're running shit from New York down to Georgia, across the fucking California. Somebody oh, come in and you search your trade. Your <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you're gonna end up somebody's gonna take that that route over. So now you got different players in the in the route right here. So now the money might go up for whatever you buying or whatever the case may be. So the same shit happened when certain people ruled a certain area. Now, what was the reason why they had to find a new trade route to come to the Americas or to go to India? That was the that was another one of the bullshits that they said. They had to find a new route to get over there. Why? Because people that was ruling that area wouldn't let them through. And we understand that when the Moors, and I'm saying Moors not meaning just brown-skinned people. I'm talking about the fucking Turks and Ottomans who was the first Moors that was ruling that time period over there at that time. They came in, and well, they got fucking usurped later by the Berbers, the darker-skinned Islamic uh, Moors that were called Moors. Because white people started calling Jews or Turks Ottomans, Moors, as well as the black ones, because even to this day, they all they put us in the same class. White people don't want to be called Jews. They say that they're different people, but we already know that Jewism or Judaism has nothing to do with race. It's all about religion. But because of the fact that these people inbreed themselves and they don't marry a brown-skinned person, they don't marry an Asian person. They marry somebody who follows that same religion that looks like them, dark hair with blue eyes, for the most part, they stay along those same lines. And that's where you get those people kind of saying that they're different than other people, like the Amish. What's the difference between the Amish? Nothing versus somebody who's from Britain. You know what I mean? There's no difference in those people other than the language that they speak, but their skin is still white. The same Whoa. way they try to say that our skin is brown and we Africans. Two totally different fucking cultures. But I that mean, has nothing to do with Israelites or lost tribes of Indians being, you know, gad or this or that. That shit don't add up. That shit don't add up. That's pretty much what um, Master of Incompetent Moors just said. <laughs> like, it don't add up. It's like, it was... um. Yeah, apparently bro be feeling some way about a particular group of people, but um, that's a valid statement though. Because yeah, I mean, when you run genealogy, it it shits on a lot of these perspectives. Yeah, I, I mean, I, honestly speaking, like I have never found someone from Africa in my bloodline, and I got <laughs> I got records going back all the way. My oldest ancestors I have is from. Uh, well, not saying that that's the oldest one that I found, but. The records go back to the 1600s, but on paper, 1714, a land record from one of my ancestors in Virginia, who she married a European, and their land was deeded to her because she was the woman. And I, you know, there's a lot of shit to that too. If you if you were a man at that particular time coming from a foreign land, you couldn't own land unless you you had some sort of a I guess military like that was the only time they was really ran land was to them back in the day was if they did military service and that was coming from the kings yeah well i mean that i'm talking about when they got here and oh no after you know after they separated from england you know from, yeah. from that time 
you know, they forward. wasn't able to start getting land until what after 1776. It was, yeah, not until after 1776. Uh, the, well, that was that that would actually was broke the uh proclamation line. Um, the agreement there, the Paris Treaty was the Paris Treaty yeah. was broken with the War of, of 1812, really. <laughs> And I got to make sure y'all y'all go check that treaty class out. Literally, I have every treaty laid out from all of the treaties that have affected the indigenous people in the Americas and even the international treaties like the Treaty of Paris. People are unaware of that treaty, the Gantt Treaty, the Jay Treaty. All of these things, all these treaties affect us over here. And even the treaty with um uh, the Moroccan Treaty, Treaty of Friendship and Peace, because my family was the first to actually acknowledge the United States on this landmass, um, um, King Tammany, Chief Tammany, that's one of my grandfathers, and his children, White Eyes, and then their children, Killbuck and stuff, um, Chief Skilled Advisor. And then there's the first foreign nation to recognize the United States. But even that right there, even that, there's a there's a loophole with that. There's um, they say is they say that it's Morocco. But I can promise you, it's Genoa. Genoa was a state. Well, well, a state at that time in Italy was like its own country, just like the uh, the Catalonians in Castile in Spain. The I same wish way I with had the a goddamn hot keyboard. I needed. I need some. Like I need some sound effects. You talking about it's Genoa? Like Genoa? See, where, that's where Columbus came from. It. That's where Columbus came from. I promise you. If we'll we'll, we'll touch on this again. But I yeah. looked it up. You know why I looked it up? Is because Barack Obama said that shit in his fucking speech when he was in Morocco with his wife, and he was saying how Morocco, uh, the United States, was built off of Islamic rule or uh, yeah. uh, bullshit. Nah, man. Like, come on, bro. Like, <laughs> like the because United the founding fathers needed to piece different shit together because none of them, they were um, deists. And deists are people who have a belief in a, a higher system or a higher being, but they don't have a religious belief in that. You know what I mean? Like they they create things based off of esoteric uh, information and they creation. That's the founding fathers. They were all uh, deists. They were not religious men. And um, they they even Thomas Jefferson created his own Bible just of the teachings of jesus or the words that jesus spoke and it's called the jefferson bible all of these guys they use principles and these were principles that they use from these books to create what we got established today and it has nothing to do with anything other than them knowing what was going to be able to create a republic to get people behind them then ultimately it was going to fail they knew that shit. they said it in their own words but um, I don't want to be long-winded, man. I I want to put that, uh, that mean, one bro. As, as as it pertains to introductions, and you know, like just like shit, I'm like the Genova shit, like because like you just you just crushed so much. Mm-hmm. More bullshit. Oh, I say that changed so much. That shit. Word. And for anybody who is watching this, um, I haven't made I want the them video to look it up. I, I hope they do. Oh no, yeah, please do. look that up. But 
like because we kind of like we talking about the more stuff and you know like um for any of y'all who did read the the princess and the prophet book by the author jason s dormant i will i'm, I'm supposed to be interviewing him thursday night at seven so make sure y'all tune in for that that way we can get his perspective about his book and as it pertains to the islamic presence on remorse so um i look for because like that oh that, you gonna have me tuning in bro i'm not here to attack nobody man i just bring facts bro but facts is facts facts is facts when people have been presenting misinformation for so long like literally yeah. that's like this is why people feel ways with me because like i'm not being biased about the shit. i'm no disrespect to anyone, but I have blood ties to more. I am more of a more than some religious people through blood because mm-hmm. your only understanding from this comes from through Noble Juali, and that yeah. stuff predates him. And that's no disrespect to you all's prophet. But mm-hmm. shit, my family come from Delaware. They Lenape. <laughs> like, you feel me? That's the that's the only group of Americans that they call Moors here yeah. that's from here. Everybody else is a, they're considered to be a foreigner. And, 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 you know, let's, let's take a look at the word more real quick, man. The word more, Morisco, like there's so many different terms that people try to tie into it. Like the Maroons, uh, you know, Morocco, like all of those different words are, are not indicative of a one, one group of people, put it that way. The same way Israelite is not one group of people because the book itself says that these people interacted and had children with people from other nations so if judah had a fucking white baby with tamar you know what i'm saying they got mixed children yo they got mixed kids <laughs> it ain't nobody fault y'all niggas is all mixed up but y'all don't want to admit that y'all all mixed up y'all came out of israel y'all came out of egypt with moses as a mixed multitude, okay, it's in your Moses, own. Moses himself wasn't even from Egypt, so that was a mix right there. Thank you, <laughs> thank you. But he grew up learning the mysteries of what the Egyptian esoteric information was, and then creates a book called the Tanakh that these people use as the first five books of Moses, which then is created into the Old Testament, but. When you look in Deuteronomy and all that shit, these people are talking about that that stuff was supposedly a, a, a precursor to what was to come in the future. And they're saying that now is that time. 400 years of slavery, slavery is not 400 years. When you go back to 1492 to now, 529 years. 400 years of slavery, we still enslaved underneath a certain system of enslavement. So depending upon whether they're talking about solely in chains, we got the most people locked up right now. So is that slavery or people in debt? Because I know people were able to buy their freedom. So after a certain period of time, if you were able to make enough money, you could buy your freedom and everybody in your family's freedom with enough money. That's proper through treaty, but slavery still legal under the 13th Amendment. No, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. 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 And I mean, I watched 13, it was massively done. But at the same time, when you're talking about black people versus indigenous people, that's just there's no indigenous people being talked about in 13. You know what I'm saying? 
Ava Duvernay. I don't give a fuck about how many awards motherfuckers win. If you ain't talking about shit for our people, fuck out of here. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, the but information. In dope. their mind, they think they're talking about our people. Shit, the whole Colin Kaepernick situation. Colin, nine times out of ten, even though he had European parents, I'm pretty sure he's an indigenous male to the Americas, even though he has the long bridge nose. But you know, um, bro, like his whole perspective was about black and white. You're not black. Sorry to bust your bubble, but no disrespect. But shit, you feel me? I'm like, you like you ask your grandparents, your great grandparents, you come from a goddamn tribe from here. Unless they told you you came on a boat. Word. And there's records. Indian. You know the words. He said Indian, bro. Like he'll tell the tribe, Yamakra, Shawnee, you know, his people's on his mother and father's side. But you know, at the same time. Native American was never used never by our people. Never. I never heard none of my peoples that I ever know say, oh, we Native American. They always say Indian. Oh, my grandma says she Indian. She Cherokee. She this. Oh, she that. You know what I'm saying? The word Indian was what they called us. Whether people want to say, oh, it means Indios. Now you want to put the fucking Spanish shit on it. Okay. Most of the shit that we eat that people think is a Spanish word like patele or whatever the case may be. That's not a fucking Spanish word. Boricua. People will say, yo soy Boricua. I am in Spanish, but then Boricua is the name of a fucking tribe of people that come from Boricuan. So in your stupid ass Spanish mind, you're thinking, okay, I'm going to say I am because I don't know how to say it in my indigenous language, but I'm going to say Boricua, but I'm going to say it like I'm a Spaniard saying it but i'm not saying it like i'm an indigenous person but i'm gonna look at this other brown man that looks just like my cousin because they got the same color skin and because i'm a little lighter and you know i can pass for a dominican i'm not gonna say i'm indigenous and that you indigenous and that we brothers i'm gonna say i'm yo soy this and yo soy that and you're not that but why because i can't say yo soy i don't know what that means in spanish you know what i'm saying like Niggas is dumb, yo. Like, I look at Big Poppy. If Big Poppy didn't say, if call his name Big Poppy, if he was Big Daddy, you know what I'm saying? He would be a big black nigga that played baseball. He wouldn't be some Dominican dude that no black person really fuck with. You know what I'm saying? Because they think that he don't want to fuck with them because he say that he's Indian or he say that he's Dominican because that's his people. I say I'm Shawnee. From my grandfather's father's side. I said I'm Yamakraw from my grandfather's mother's side. You know what I'm saying? Like, for me, that's who I am. I don't say I'm black. So what, you going to look at me different? You going to look at me like Big Poppy, like I'm a racist towards you? Because I don't say that I'm what you feel you are as a color? <laughs> like, that has no yes. standing in anything? That's exactly what they would do within our own community. Because And that's you- fucking crazy. If you refuse to identify as being an Israelite, oh, you're an idiot. You're a heathen. If you refuse to be a more, you don't know your history or anything. But little do a lot of us know. A lot of us don't know shit unless we actually got the paperwork to provide the evidence. And see, I'm never the person that says every single person with brown skin in America is an Indian. I'm never that person to say that. My point and my argument is that there's a lot of us that are and i would say the majority of us are but 
it's obviously been institutionally taken away from us. And that shit started in 1600s. So to take <laughs> our land and that shit has shit. never changed. Bottom line. So, Bottom line. They came over here wanting land. They still want and control this shit. And that's why they was able to trick motherfuckers into doing constructive trust and offer them little benefits off the side. That's why mm -hmm. right up the street from me, it's a whole goddamn new guitar casino on the damn reservation, bro. They're like, you feel me? They still out here. They getting checks. Me, myself, I will get it on my own before I take something from these motherfuckers. I don't trust them. That's a not fact. nobody who brought us smallpox, who didn't constantly violated every single piece of paper we didn't put in front of them. I don't want shit from them. Word. That's why I can't get involved in the in the vote situation with, you know, I try to tell people as best as I can, you know, look at your options and do the best you think you can do. But anybody that goes in that office that ain't one of us, and from when I say one of us, it don't have to just be the skin color. You know, that, 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 VP that VP ain't one of us. Nah, <laughs> because her mindset ain't there. I haven't seen nobody that has been on the public stage, the national stage, the fucking what's that 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 uh, what's that nigga? Um, he always somewhere with the other girl. Uh, he's a fucking shitty ass rapper. This is uh starts with an M. Who's with M? I was about to say a shitty rapper. Oh man, he now now he's a he's a fucking revolutionary now. He be with the other girl that that's always somewhere talking. Oh I know man, you ain't talking. Uh, I'm about to say you you said he a shit. Right? I know you ain't talking about Griff because he be with Layla. No, not Griff. Not yeah, Griff. Oh man, I can't remember. Oh, I, um, Masan. My son, yeah, that nigga. Ah, ah, yeah. <laughs> a bunch of loud rhetoric, bro, with no substance. That nigga's not intelligent. I don't understand how niggas like that get to speak for us. And the girl, I can't, and I don't want to disrespect nobody, but. You're not, you know, bro. They, they both be on bullshit, and they come in with that black paradigm, and, like, they, li and they we don't girl, literally have Never. been accused of taking money from the community. Like, she out here living good off other people's bread. Well, you know what it is, is because she on Charlemagne bullshit. Charlemagne, uh, you know, he put everybody out on the podcast. He got the whole Black Information Network bullshit. You know that, they, like, he's the one that allows people to now. You got to go through him in order to get a book written, or you know, to get some publishing deal or some bullshit to be put out on Black yeah. radio and Black no, media. No disrespect to bro, but the manner in which he projects himself, he's a whole fucking booty bandit. He's a whole clown, that. man. That nigga's like, a whole... Every, I can't even listen to them niggas on the radio because all they talk about is off the ass and all that shit. He projects himself to be for the people, but he really be on different time. Yeah, he... he anybody, listen, man. Anybody that I've never seen out in the street with the people ain't for the people. Bottom line, the, even the people that's out in the street, that's out there, they're not for the people because they're not listening to what the people fucking want. They're out there trying to say this is what the people need. You're not even listening to the people. You're not even listening to your fucking self. If you start listening to us, what the fuck do we need? We need our fucking titles back and we need our land back. Bro, they don't care about none of that shit. They just like cameras in their face and social media likes and checks coming in from european companies that's all these mother they want the youtube checks they want the instagram likes and the facebook likes i swear that's the only thing these suckers care about bro 
they do not give a fuck about the upliftment of their people or the fact that our shit has been taken from us and we've been put in a mixed position not even to know or understand what's going on yo it's and it's crazy man like you know i work i worked for uh pfizer for 17 years when i came out of college you said who i worked for pfizer the same name you see everywhere yeah that's what i thought you said damn when i i was 23 years old like i got an internship there you know when i graduated what have you 17 years later i can tell you this not one promotion out of my whole group and while multiple other people got promoted i was the only brother or sister for that matter because there was nobody else <laughs> that was indigenous that worked in my group everybody else you know there was only one other uh minority this one lady who was uh dominican but real fair light-skinned uh woman so you know she didn't really fit the category of a black person mm. <laughs> you know what i mean somebody who uh categorically would be uh in my color but um at the same time going through that and, and and living through that it really shaped me and made me feel a certain way and now that i see a lot of shit going on on the uh, you know on tv there's a lot of things that you know i might end up bringing back to the surface and you know we you and me are going to talk offline about a lot of this shit. you know some of the things that we had some conference calls with you know earlier in the month but um there's a there's a there's a a systematic way to keep us as a people down somebody who's never been arrested locked up college graduate did the right shit, go the right path do these things do that things but still the yokas of that slavery of that lever that's being pulled or that fucking elephant that's sitting on my chest i can't breathe and expand who i am i can't get a raise and 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 get a bigger house or get a second property to rent out or do certain shit that my counterparts are doing that's doing less work than me but that's making 25 percent more than me you know why am i making 110,000 and then making 160,000? and i'm doing way more shit than they doing and i'm coming up with ideas and doing this and doing that and i never thought about it until after i left that job and five years ago and started working in finance and insurance then i understood the money aspect of corporations and the aspect of my aspirations of trying to get ahead and make more while they're trying to not allow me to make more and keep my wages low but at the same time the only reason why that was going on was because the bureaucratic levels that between me and the hierarchy if people are meeting with other people behind your back and saying well they could do this better and they're not doing this but they're taking all the credit for your work how can you survive that you got to make it a non-toxic environment for yourself so that you can go home and put food in your child's mouth so that's one of the main things that matter all the shit that we talked about today leads up to the same shit that we see that happened in 1492 1592 1692 17 1992 shit ain't no different same fucking cycle and why is that same cycle because history is not history real 
<laughs> it keeps repeating itself. Once you feel that knowledge hits your back of your fucking head, and like somebody smack you on your head, like wake the fuck up. You can never go back to sleep, and you can never stop having energy to free all your fucking people. You know what I'm saying? And for me, I look at somebody like a Kyrie Irving. He's mm-hmm. being shitted on by the whole league. Not one of his fucking teammates stepped up. No James Harden. No fucking Kevin Durant. Not one of these niggas opened their mouth to say nothing about him. They know this nigga's an Indian. They know he's sage in the fucking building. He walks with a fucking walking stick. You know what I'm saying? A shaman stick. Like, he's coming through. Like, this is me. This is my energy. Now, ever since he did that shit, the league don't want to fuck with him. Now, you know, Kyrie's an outcast. Don't bring that shit here. Now, he start opening the eyes of other kids. There's a couple of young kids that's in the NBA right now. Um, one of them plays on the Knicks. If you look at his Instagram page, ah, oh, man, what's the Simmons, I think? Oh. I know who you're talking about. Big Afro. You look at his page, he says, Copper Colored Original. I promise you, you go to his Instagram right now, it says he's a copper-colored aboriginal uh, athlete. So now that information is resonating to a lot of these young kids. But what are they going to do with it? Who is going to be their inspiration? What is going to happen when they see their leader, Kyrie, out talking about being indigenous and now they shitting on him? Now Kyrie's the next Jesus to get slaughtered. That's that same precedence. It's not okay to be an Indian. You got to be black. Now, fuck that. (laughs) I'd rather rather be on that Osceola tip. I'm telling you. (laughs) Yo, I never looked back from that point forward when I heard that shit. And I I started looking into Osceola, I promise you. And then the, 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 the other things that I started seeing more recently were Martin Luther King speeches that I had never seen. If you want to throw that one on, I, I'm getting a little yeah, tired. Yeah, I'm about to say we can close out with this. Yeah, let's let's take a look at that one real quick, man, and and let the people get an understanding of, you know, this is this is Jay, this is history, this is you know, my mission is for the betterment of our people as a whole, get our land back, get our fucking resources back, and for us to be able to flourish, and it started with this man's words. Stop it there, bro. That was that was pretty powerful. That's it right <laughs> yeah, there. I'm coming for my check. 
word. You know, that was that was the last words that uh that he spoke before he was murdered. Like that speech, and there was another one on CBS or ABC that he had did where he said, you know, I've seen the mountaintop and I'm not scared, you know, that 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 actual speech, and he came off. And what a lot of people didn't realize was that there was people standing up by the stage that was supposed to be his close confidants. And he walked right past them after that speech because he knew he was going to die. You know what I'm saying? He knew what he had said and the things that he had talked about was starting to be talking about people being indigenous. And he did say certain things that a lot of people put up as quotes and memes and things like that about you know uh we're exiled in our own land mm-hmm. and there's there's nothing non-factual about that if you understand deportation <laughs> and the reasons why people get deported from certain land masses we can't be deported from here like this is our home if people was african <laughs> they will be able to get deported even people from Jamaica, like they'll deport them to Jamaica, but most people don't realize even Jamaicans got asylum yep. in anywhere in the Americas. If you live in the Americas, if you're from the Americas, you can get asylum anywhere. Look at the side of Chicago. You know what I'm saying? Uh, those people, like when she was, she, she, she had, you know, the ability to get asylum outside of the united states due to international uh regulations now we can look into that shit too and start getting asylum for people throughout the americas and that was something frederick Douglass looked at because he was able to gain asylum for people leaving out of philadelphia from all over the country black people was coming to philadelphia in order to go into the dominican republic certain parts of haiti there's a place called samana um uh, Monte Cristi, as well as San Pedro de Maracroy, which is uh, where David Ortiz is from, Big Poppy. All three of those places, and um, Santo Domingo and Boca Chica, the two uh, places like right by the capital in the, uh, in the 1820s, 1824, there were shipments of people being shipped out of Philly into different parts of the Caribbean, the ones that didn't go into Liberia and Sierra Leone. So these are other things that we never even knew about because we consider ourselves from a whole nother continent, but we have access to other land masses across the Americas through asylum. So, you know, a lot of this shit, man, we're going to get into, but that stuff came from just the energy that came from that video of Martin Luther King when I saw that. And I was like, what? They was giving them farmland, plus they was giving them money to get machines and do all the technology to you know they didn't have to use animals and hoes they actually had fucking plows and shit and all type of other best thing i could say is bro like i'm being super strategic in the manner in which that my generation and the future generation is going to be able to lay shit out that way a lot of this stuff gets switched Mm -hmm. up because yeah like I don't be staying up all night for no reason. Fuck that. <laughs> nah, work. It's a lot of work, man. And, and and I tell you, man, it's been years that I've been studying, reading, and I have I got about a thousand books in my library. And you know, not to mention the ones that I got on PDF form on the computer. But I literally go through my books. And if you 
I sometimes I let people borrow books. Let me see. I got one sitting right here. This book right here is gonna blow your mind. Can you see that? The Father of Ancient America, Ramses the Third. Minus the Father of Ancient America shit. Um, they was coming here, and you know what I'm saying. There's a there's a yeah, lot of I stuff instantly there. start to think like how, <laughs> huh? I instantly started to think like how you're like how like was he the father of ancient nah, America? You know what it is like. I, you can see I'm writing in my books, man. Like I, I'm reading and writing, but the the point being is that like for somebody like Ramses, Ramses was coming here, and the reason why the person that wrote that book said he was the father of ancient America because there was a lot of similarities in some of the. Uh, some of the um the architecture for one of the temple that was built in honor of him as mm -hmm. well as the um the uh, statuettes that were in there and some of the uh some of the paintings that were on some of the mirrors it's funny now that i think about it um phil valentine he be saying some trippy shit. i don't mean that in a good way mm -hmm. but, um, mm -hmm. <laughs> bro was talking about how ramses would use muff kazoot this is his terminology for cocaine mm -hmm. and so he would take trips from kemet or egypt over into southern central america to go get muff kazoot just to go back i'm like you telling me this man taking boat trips just to get coke I'm like this <laughs> this is the type of stuff <laughs> that's getting put out here bro well the one part that he forgot to tell you is that they already had like an infrastructure over here and when you go into cahokia cahokia has a smelting uh i guess location i don't want to say smelting plants but there were a lot of there's they're still there there's um you know they actually made out of uh out of stone the fixtures for the metal so when you pour liquid metal into these fixtures, it would create a certain shape. And these ingots that they were called, I-N-G-O-T-S, they were shipped over to um, ignite what was considered the Bronze Age. And remember back when we talked earlier about Antarctica having the same mineral compounds in the rocks as Michigan. Michigan in the entire world okay we're not talking about the united states we're talking about the entire globe michigan has the highest percentage of pure copper in the planet mm -hmm. and this pure copper was being shipped by phoenicians or minoans whatever you want to call these people at that particular time seafaring people the sea peoples whatever these people were bringing this shit back and forth into the mediterranean uh civilizations now there was a shipwreck that was located off the coast of one was off the coast of the west coast of spain and then another one was off the coast of i want to say creek near um in greece but off an island there and the mineral compounds from the ingots that they found in this water from i don't know how long ago i i don't think they ever said how old it was but it had the same copper content or the same purity as the copper that came from michigan and it was all smelted uh i'm sorry it was uh it was um uh bronze uh they actually created that with tin that comes from tennessee 
okay? And Tennessee has an abundance of tin. So when they was coming down to Mississippi, they would stop off. They had all these different smelting places in order to shape the, the metals so that they could ship them overseas. And um, that happened, obviously, during the Bronze Age. And when we hear about Europe and all this shit and all that history, you hear about these things, but you don't know how it happened. How did they get all this copper and shit over there in order to make these weapons and to have, you know, the, the tools to be able to, you know, smelt big ass pots so that you can mass produce food and different things at certain times because they was getting it from over here. We already had it. We was already using it. We wore it on our bodies. It was a part of who we were. You know what I'm saying? Well, now you start taking the copper off our bodies. Now we start becoming adapted or not non-adapted to our environment. So now we start getting sick. Why are we getting sick? Did you know if you take copper and put water in it, it'll alkaline that water? And you start drinking that water, you got copper all over your body. Your whole body's alkaline. You don't even need shit. The crazy thing is, like, I'm from Michigan. I'm from Detroit. Yeah, um, they call it Michigan pure Michigan. Like, it's on the sign when you first get there. But Michigan was also the first state to put fucking fluoride in the water. Look at that. But we got the copper there. Do you see how that's crazy? We have the copper, and it's in the stones, in the springs, where they pour the water from, super clean water, and then they, boom, they drop fluoride in it. Not only that, lead <laughs> in Flint. Yeah, no, that's not even talking. Flint, Michigan. Genocide. We we dealing with genocide, but bro, like, man, I for sure appreciate you coming on. Um, yeah, do you man. got any close, you got any closing statements for the people? I know I ain't trying to keep you too up because we got. Yo, this, I, I, you this, know, this I ain't gonna be the last time I see bro. Like, we got a lot of work to do. I, I had such a long day in my damn car, but you know, I just want to say this, man. When you, when you deal with us, it's no bullshit. You know what I'm saying? I just want people to understand the quality of work that we're going to be bringing to the table is by far some of the, the, the longest hours of research individually. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm not having people call me and tell me, oh, this is what you should say. No, this is, it's up here. And the reason why it's up there is because I want to be able to be sharp liquid swords wu-tang style you know what i'm saying bobby <laughs> digital with it i want to make sure that this shit comes correct and people can actually correct the mistakes that we've made in the past because if we don't we're going to be some black niggas till we die and I, i'm not trying to be that and i'm telling you this is the last year for this shit is there, this is the last year this after fourth quarter y'all better i don't care if you what hairdress you pick i don't care if you wearing goddamn tassels be something and we're gonna correct these motherfucking issues for real for real it's it's time man like you know it, last last point is if you stuck on the old shit and you're not willing to open yourself up to the information that's even in your own family then nobody's going to be able to help you and the problem is is that the more and more we start to understand what they've done to us and we go to combat that if you're not taken care of if you're not established the right way with your paperwork with your business with all that shit is gonna it, it, everything you're doing is not gonna matter because they're gonna be able to come and tax you and take shit from you and you're not going to be set up, you know, for most people in the manner 
that you're supposed to be set up with the actual royalties from this land that you're supposed to be getting, not because you're non-royalty, but because we do descend from kings and queens. And the majority of the time you hear somebody saying that shit about a, a, a black person saying that, it's, oh, we was kings and queens in Africa. No, there was kings and queens right here that was our grandmothers and grandfathers. And, you know, that shit was stolen from us. If it's not aching in somebody's heart to get that shit back, then I don't want to even be around them. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you, it, like, it's not not this the bag was taken from us and you just gonna you gonna watch somebody just you know like use your bread in your face yeah. like we watching these people live the life that was meant for us Word. and it's not no hating shit but they literally came here and took what was ours yeah. and they built off of our backs and mm -hmm. they're living their best lives while some of us are over here in shacks and i promise this is the last thing i'm gonna leave with people to this day okay you hit the nail on the head people want to know what they're going to get out of what is going on with this information and that's how i get this shit all the time i can tell them this there was a family and there's multiple families that have been winning land and money back we know some of them personally you've worked with people from rhode island i've worked with people from that area that have actually gotten millions of dollars and multiples of acres Bro, of like i literally i put that information into the tribal class because i needed people to understand how that happened like how that particular chief was able to get this remedy or even get into the position to make these claims to have motherfuckers you know like on the edge of that sheet like we gotta do something are these people like are we gonna go to international jail that's down there what it turned to word <laughs> word 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 man well um bro i don't know if you got a cash app or anything but one of the sisters she said for sure um drop your cash app so the people can support or whatever and me myself i don't but you all you all know my website itunesworks.com a-t-u-m-w-r-k-s so if you i rather that you can you know like go learn that information that way you can put yourself in a good situation just drop new classes new information on top of brother history have content coming out with him and tomahawk tony and a couple other people so i am i'm a very fortunate young man to be in the position i am in and also be able to be in the circles that i'm in because like i i was i was here learning tonight right along with you all <laughs> so it's some things i didn't know as well but like i said bro if you got anything you're doing your thing man and uh you know i appreciate you for the platform for the conversation like it's hard to to live life and not be able to have conversations that are meaningful and uh you know your platform is definitely uh something that the people need and i hope that you know we're able to bridge the gap of information that's missing and i just want people to know that you know when we talk about you know moors or anything of that nature you know it's not a disrespect to any culture of people it's more or less an understanding and an awakening of the information that's there and presented to you and once you understand information you you're able to digest that and move forward so whether or not you want to still follow a practice or a religion or whatever the case may be you can still do that and still be who you are 
as an indigenous person doesn't mean that you know just because you say you're an indian doesn't mean that you can't practice islam or you know whatever the case may be you just know where your roots are and to argue against who you are just because you have a belief system in something else that's that that's that's for one that's ludicrous it, you know it's it's unintelligent and it's just acting off of emotion we as a people if we control our emotions we control our destiny you already know most of the time i got a son you got a son when you look at your son the reason why you don't haul off and beat the shit out of motherfuckers is because your child needs you in their life and you know that so that same mindset that's what right there. word that same mindset you got to take that shit with everything it can't be just oh because somebody told me that indians wore tassels and the lost tribes was lost then that's the that's the connection no that's stupid like <laughs> who wrote that who where'd you get that from how did you get to the point where that shit brainwashed you enough to just allow that to be your everything Without doing but you, but bro, you know, like how I know there are a select small out of the millions, billions of people that may be floating around on this planet. There's a select group of us that will get it. And those mm -hmm. of us who do get it, we have a responsibility in order to be the caretakers of those who do not work. And Word. that is sometimes unfortunate, but hey, it is what it is. Somebody got to do it. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. No doubt. You know what's crazy is I have a cash app, but I don't even know what it is, man. Don't even worry about it, man. Please, somebody say, "Yo, save that for me." I'm gonna make sure <laughs> you gonna you gonna get everything that's coming to you, bro. And I most definitely appreciate you. And like I, you said, we gotta build off off cam, but for sure, oh, yeah. for sure. Oh yeah. Um, shit. Till next time, bro. Till next again, time, bro. Salute, brother. I appreciate you, family. Everybody, peace and love. You all have a great night. Thank you all for tuning in.